I don't know what you would call what happened today, uh, but I'll tell you, I have a lot of people saying that I predicted it or that I somehow, oh, we got this, this video started playing already. We got a video we got to talk about, but uh, okay, let me start over. I don't know what you would call it, but I can tell you that yesterday and even this morning, I said I didn't think that anything was going to happen. I showed a clip where people are sharing this, this photo on Twitter of the March for Our Lives. And I said, look, look how the left mobilizes. They get these massive numbers. And then I showed a clip, uh, an image from the, the rally earlier today. And I said, the numbers are nowhere near comparable. You know, so Trump supporters certainly have come out, but I don't think, you know, we'll see anything crazy. And boy, was I wrong. A group of Trump supporters made their way inside the Capitol building. Windows got smashed out. They breached it. Tear gas was fired in the rotunda. This is some of the craziest, craziest things I've ever seen. I know a lot of people are trying to compare this to when Brett Kavanaugh was being confirmed and the protesters were at the atrium of the Senate building. This is not comparable. This is an electoral college vote count. And some dude with, with Viking horns took the, the vice president's uh, seat in the Senate and like yelled. And some, some guy was stealing the podium. This was really, really crazy stuff. But worst of all of it, a woman has been killed. And I watched this video. I don't know if you've seen it, but there is a door to the uh, uh, to the main chamber of I think it was the uh, congressional main chamber, the House. And there's a barricade put in front of it. And there's a bunch of Capitol uh, security with their guns trained in the door. One of those is what we, we, we believe to have happened, shot through the door blindly at a bunch of individuals. And there was a woman who was not at the door, but just standing behind some people. And she took the shot to the neck. And you could see it, man. Uh, if you watch the video, if you have experience with combat, I think most people realized it because the moment I saw that, I said, she's gone. And they reported it as critical condition, but I was like, nah, she's gone. And then it was uh, a few hours later, they announced officially that she passed away. So this is some of the, this is intense stuff, man. They just shot through that door and now she's dead. Now we're seeing CNN's calling it insurrection. They said this is an insurrection. Trump encouraged it. Trump then tweeted something out that I wouldn't necessarily say was direct support, but boy, did it feel kind of like it when he was like, remember this day, go home and be peaceful. The election was stolen. I was just like, dude, I don't know what you call it, man. And I don't know what, what many of these people expect. Cause right now you got, I think it's Cory Bush. I'm not sure if I don't want to drag the wrong person, but they're calling for the expulsion of Republicans who are supporting Trump. Rand Paul has now said that they're going to go in. There will be no objections. Joe Biden is going to be certified, especially after this. So I don't want to get I, want to, I don't want to just go through everything before we even get started. We got a bunch of really great people here. Uh, of course, we have the usual crew. We got Luke Rudkowski. Yep. Today was a crazy day. It's only going to get crazier from here. I was breaking it all down on Twitter.com forward slash Luke. We are changed. I got there's crazy developments. I mean, CPAC's Matt Schlapp just came out and said, quote, I understand there's a 16 year old woman who was shot 16. Now he goes on. Now, maybe she was doing terrible things and deserved to be shot. What? Wow. We're in the party that talks about law and order and respecting cops. He said that on Fox News. A 16 year old. And he said, according to him, the woman that was shot and killed, the unarmed woman that was shot and killed was a 16-year-old girl. So that's the breaking news they coming found, in now that I just had to get into They found pipe bombs. At the more than one. and DNC. More than one. And, yep. they, and they detonated them. So uh, yep. Ian's hanging out. Yeah, yeah. Um, Elijah Schaefer apparently was posting evidence that there's Antifa there posing as Trump supporters. Hard to prove. Hard to prove. Mm -hmm. I saw the uh, picture, though, and it was definitely. No, the, the, I, I, well, I don't know what you saw. But I do know that there's some stuff going around that is not true. It yeah. was Cory Bush, by the way, who wants to expel e their. E yeah. 
expel yeah. a bunch Squad. of uh, Republican. There's, there's an image going around that says Philly Antifa, and it's a picture of some guys. That video is not of, it's from Philly Antifa. And people think it shows oh. that the guys who were there were Antifa. It's not true. Okay. But uh, Jack Murphy's here. What's up, everybody? Good to see you, Tim. Good to be back. Hello. Hi, Jack. Ian, how are you? <laughs> Great to see you, Lydia, buddy. everybody. Hello. Crazy Hello. day in D.C. I was there for a good part of it. I saw the speech pretty much front row center. I uh, saw people as far as I can see all the way back from the ellipse all the way through the park across Constitution up the hill towards Washington Monument. There was just a tremendous amount of people there. Spirits were very high. Energy was high, mm. positive at first. And then afterwards, it started to get a little bit weird, man. I saw some things I hadn't stuff. seen in D.C. For, How many people do you think were there in total? You know, I, I'm, not, I'm not really great at that, but uh, my guess would be a couple hundred thousand. Mm -hmm. Really? Yeah, a couple I mean, hundred thousand. I mean, the whole ellipse was completely filled. Wow! And then the streets, and then the whole section back behind it, but to well, the Washington Monument. Compare this to some of the left left wing protest riots you've mm -hmm. been to. You think a hundred thousand? Uh, I think it was. More, I think I think it was more uh, in mass than I had seen throughout the summer. Yeah. Wow. I mean, there was a lot of people at those protests this summer, but this was just everywhere, and then all the way down Pennsylvania Avenue and Constitution and up to the Capitol. But uh, it's bigger, good to be back. Bigger than December. Bigger than December. Wow. Uh, about the same. Yeah, it was a lot of people. It was a well, lot so, of people. Well, uh, so last month the left was saying barely mustering a hundred thousand. And the right was saying 200,000. So I'm like, all right, well, it's somewhere in the middle, right? Yeah. If the left is criticizing him saying it was a million, you know, MAGA march and only 100,000 showed up. Right. All right, 100,000. Yeah. Mil so, a million men didn't come to the million man march either. Right, so. right, Just right, FYI. Right. <laughs> My friends, if you have not already, smash the like button, subscribe to the notification bell. We're, we, got, we got so much to go through, and there's a lot of philosophical discussions that are going to happen right now. And uh, the first thing I want to do is we got to talk about this young woman, and we got to talk about, you know, Trump's been suspended. There's just, there's just so much going yeah. on. We'll just try to get through it. But this is the most important story. This is from WUSA 9. Woman shot inside U.S. US Capitol building during riot dies from injuries. It is not known yet what exactly led to the shooting. A photo shows law enforcement with guns drawn inside the locked down house chamber. They say D.C.'s Mayor Muriel Bowser and Police Chief Robert Conti III also confirmed that a person was shot inside the Capitol building but did not release much more details in the news conference at 5 p.m. The behavior we are witnessing is shameful, unpatriotic, and above all, it is unlawful. Anyone who engages in these activities, continues to engage in these, in these activities, will be held accountable, said Bowser. A lockdown was in place Wednesday afternoon for the U.S. Capitol building, uh, and it has been lifted, according to officials. But there's still a curfew, right? My understanding is there. It started curfew. at 6 p.m., earliest one I can remember. Yeah, curfew, earliest. 6 p.m. curfew. This is nuts. On a weekday. Yeah. They say U.S. Park Police, D.C. Police, and National Guard troops have worked to move Trump supporters and rioters gathered, gathered at the steps of the U.S. Capitol building to create a safety perimeter. Tear gas and percussion grenades have been deployed by police around the U.S. Capitol to move back rioters. It is not known yet what exactly led to the woman being shot, but a photo from CBS News' Zach Hudak shows law enforcement with guns drawn inside the House chamber around 2.46 p.m. after rioters broke into the U.S. Capitol building. U.S. Capitol Police ordered the Capitol lockdown around 2.30 p.m. on Wednesday and evacuations of two Capitol campus buildings, the Library of Congress, James Madison Memorial Building, and the Cannon House Office Building, as protests raged at the Capitol complex. Shortly after President Trump addressed his voters vowing never to concede the election in a speech on the ellipse, large crowds of pro-Trump protesters marched to the U.S. Capitol and squared off with Capitol Police. Protesters broke through several uh, barriers placed at the steps of the Capitol while the certification of electoral college votes began inside. And then as you all, as many of you probably already know, if you don't, they suspended, they recessed the joint session of Congress. Joe Manchin said that these thugs will not stop us from counting 
the, uh, the votes and that they're planning on going back in as soon as the buildings are secure. I don't there, there's there's blood on the ground. There's a woman who died, and they're going to go back yeah. in, and they're going to finish. In, in many places than one, there, there's blood. And my news team actually sent me the video of, of the shooting and before the shooting, and it looks like people just milling around. Now, of course, you don't see who shot. You don't see it in exact frame with this. Allegedly, now we're getting information, a 16-year-old girl that was there. But you hear the shot, and it's extremely graphic. And you see the life literally leave her eyes. So it's extremely intense. And right now on Twitter, there's many hashtags that are trending. One of them is white privilege. And a lot of people are saying, look how favorable these protesters were treated. Right now, protesters are actually engaged with uh, conflicts with the police there. And a lot of left-leaning kind of thinkers in the mainstream media are saying, look, these protesters were treated favorably, but we have an unarmed 16-year-old girl shot and killed today. That's something that's, that's something incredibly important, something that needs to be investigated, something that there needs to be justice behind, just like any death that leads to a police officer shooting something or doing something that, that leads to an end of a life, which is absolutely insane. She was in the front, by the way. If no, you, she wasn't in the she front. She was standing like right at the door, and then she got hit and got knocked back onto the ground. I didn't see that. That's a video on Twitter. I'm really? looking for it right now. I'm going to retweet it. Uh, the video I saw, there's there's like one guy wearing a poofy jacket in the front, and one guy is like has hands up, and then he backs up against the wall. Then someone walks in front of the camera, and the woman is further back. Okay, I'm going to look, I don't, I'm I don't look know. for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah pull it up. But... All of, all of Twitter about to become a cab. Mm-hmm. You've been feeling it over the last few days, anyway. Sentiment has definitely been Both turning. Sides, it's yeah. almost like an instantaneous network shift, where the whole right network just was like all of a sudden pff, blue, blue lives, whatever. Yeah, seriously, whatever. I push back on that on my Twitter. I mean, I, I support the police in DC. They usually do a tremendous job under very, very difficult, They're, difficult. Did you see the video of what happened today? I did, but I don't have any other information. And I also, we, has anybody matched up a shot of the police from the outside and the, the people on the inside? Like a, a picture? Yeah, yeah. I think, oh, we've, oh. I think we've seen pictures of, of guns drawn inside the chamber. And yes. there's, there's video of yeah. the people on the side of the door as well. There's video of yeah. the other uh, people pull, pulling the shot. trigger. But uh, no, nobody shot into the chamber. I understand that. Yeah. The, the, they shot from inside the chamber into no the hallway? No one knows. All of, the video is, you saw the video, people yeah. are milling about. And then you hear the shot. Right, but where was that door leading? That was my question. Where is that door that they're leading? One thing that's also Into the main chamber where the guys have their guns pointed at the door. There wasn't a a rush. There wasn't a fight. There wasn't a conflict. It's literally people milling about like they were even in an elevator. So so that's another thing to really Well, the window was broken, yeah. Yeah, someone broke the window and then they barricaded the door. It looked like there was a pause of action. I want to say, too, there's no confirmation yet that she was 16. Yeah, uh, I've seen this some... is according to the CPAC uh, yeah. right, right, right. that just released there, this information. And, and there are some high profile blue check individuals saying a 16 year old girl died. But you know, I, we'll, I we'll think have. I saw Jack Posobiec, maybe somebody else comparing the images from the, the the officers with the guns drawn to the scene where people where the woman was shot and like pointing out differences in the door and that it wasn't the same door. Really? And that it might have been somewhere else. I, I can't confirm that. It's just something I, I saw I in passing. It the yeah. Because some windows looked the same. Yeah. I, we could be wrong, though. You know, when, whenever it comes to big breaking stories like this, uh, details come out, usually get corrected later on. <laughs> and then people, I mean, it always happens. But then people might say, like, but hold on. On the day of, they reported this, that, and this. And then it changes. Like, well, we, yeah. we In don't. this case, though, no, no relevant details are going to change except for the fact that uh, – 
the story will be MAGA fascists storm the Capitol, girl gets killed, attack police, insurrection, etc., yeah. etc. Well, et well, watching CNN before this broadcast, they were trying to kind of obfuscate that and make it not a big deal. The they were murder. more, yeah. they were more talking about look, the members of Congress were terrified, and they were focusing it on that. And then they kind of mentioned in passing, there was also a protester shot and killed. Uh, in other news, in other news, look how, and then it was just extremely eye-opening to see CNN, the network that just a few weeks ago was telling you on national television that protests are not supposed to be peaceful, literally lose their ish today talking about insurgencies, terrorists, and this extremely uh, warfaric kind of language trying to deem what they saw today as the worst possible thing in the world. Now, again, it wasn't nice. It wasn't good. Obviously, there was a lot of turmoil. Obviously, there was a lot of chaos. There's a lot of confusion. We're still finding out exactly what happened about this event. But this is the same network, again, during the summer when similar events were happening all throughout the country. They were supporting it and cheering it on. You so Yeah, let, let me show you. Let's pull up this photo real quick. This is from, I just pulled it up on Google Images from today. And it says members of, I believe it's members of Congress being given gas masks there are these like plastic yeah. bags you put over your head with a filtration system i think one of the craziest things i have ever heard in my life tear gas fired in the rotunda telling you man i mentioned program. mustard gas yesterday i was kind of half joking but it's it can get super extreme when chaos strikes well listen listen when you fire tear gas indoors people die it displaces oxygen i have seen uh, people catches on fire and too. when you're jammed yeah. together in a crowd you're basically <clears throat> indoors like in waco well no in crowds the air clears quickly. People disperse. If you when can disperse. If you can't, though, it's a different story. Sure, but in I don't most... Know if you've ever been locked shoulder to shoulder, pressed, and you can't move, you're just being moved with the crowd. So when I was in Turkey... Mardi Gras. When I was in Turkey during the Gezi Park protests, there's uh, Istiklal, which is this big corridor of uh, shopping markets. Uh, like it's, it's, it's a big shopping street. It's, it's amazing, really. And this is in, Istanbul, this is in uh, uh, Istanbul. And when they started firing tear gas like crazy, you can't go anywhere. You're 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 in this corridor and you're trying to run out and the and the gas doesn't dissipate because the buildings are all by your side. So that I get. But when you're inside a building, you know what we ended up seeing? People were running into parking garages and then then you're 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 sealed in perfectly. When the tear gas went in, people just started dropping to the ground because they're not breathing air anymore. You're breathing in tear gas, you can't breathe. Once it gets in your lungs, your lungs constrict, you struggle and hit the ground. And then people started running in with masks and pulling out bodies of unconscious people. When they said they tear gassed the rotunda, I was just like, dude, people are going to die. Now, nobody, I don't think anybody died from, from that. We did see some people get carried out, but somebody died from taking a bullet. Now, now here's the thing. Luke is wearing a very interesting t-shirt. Well, I've been, I've been selling this t-shirt for about a, over a year now. I've been, I've been talking about this for, I, I think, I can't even, I can't even understand how long I've been talking about this, but I've been talking about this hyper, uh, partisan, this hyper, uh, this sensationalism bullcrap that people call news that again is just weaponized information meant so people fight each other. And now we're here at this crescendo. And I think this is only the beginning of, of a lot of more horrible things to come, in my opinion. Definitely. Well, so, so well, the shirt Luke is wearing is the, it's the guy poking meme and he yeah. says, come on, do a civil war. And it's the donkey and the elephant. And the guy is ABC, Fox, CBS, CNN. The reason why this is important. Let me, let me, let me show you this, uh, from CNN. Trump caused this insurrection hmm. and every Republican must condemn it. They're calling it an insurrection on, uh, on TV. I hate when this happens. This. Well, the former president, George W. Bush, also written, just, just released a very strong statement calling this an insurrection. George, George W. Bush. Yes. Does. It's an insurrection. That's what CNN has said. Uh, Fox News is calling it a protest. 
after they cleared out the capital, people were still pushing. They were still fighting. Tear gas was still being uh, deployed. And when I see CNN going on TV and attacking just blanket, blanket attacks, I'm like, they really don't get it, right? They're absolutely trying their hardest to inflame tensions. They don't care that what they do makes everything worse. And you know what the best part is? You know, you know what I love the most? <laughs> I have these people who tweet at me saying like, you you helped cause this, Tim, like your videos, your content. And I'm like, you mean every single video where I've said violence doesn't work and it's bad for everybody who does it? This is what's amazing, that we can have a show like this where we repeatedly say violence doesn't work. Nonviolent civil disobedience is one of the most effective things because we're in fifth generational warfare. Maybe you can talk about violent revolution in the 1700s, but when it comes to today's day and age, it's all about perception and fifth generational warfare. The problem is CNN. What did, what did, uh, who was it? Was it Cuomo? Was it Cuomo who was like, and who says p- uh, protests need to be yep. peaceful? Yeah, yeah, Chris Cuomo. Cuomo. Chris yep. Cuomo said, who said protests need to be peaceful? And that gave birth to Ramen Guy. Yes. You guys remember Ramen yes. Guy, right? Mm-mm. And he's eating the ramen and he goes, it's right there in the First Amendment, Mr. Cuomo. <laughs> yes, it is. It right? Yeah, look, you just got to look it up. Now, what are they saying? Oh, it's insurrection. We knew these Trumpers would do it. Well, I'll tell you, man, I have no idea what these people were thinking because they're not going to win anything. This is going to be this is going to be a big crackdown yeah. from the security state. In May, they burned down the guard tower in the White House. Again, we, we shouldn't really be comparing the two, but we should note that that events are being manipulated. Information is being hidden from you. It's being okay. editorialized to push an agenda. And that agenda is for you guys to fight each other. Speaking of the video of the girl standing <laughs> up on the door, you retweeted it. Yeah, it was from she's uh, on the door. She's like standing like this on the door. Yeah, she's right on the door and she gets hit and knocked back. It got removed from Twitter. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. I can see it in my feed. And then when I go to the I just retweeted it and it was removed. Right. Jack. All right. So here's the thing. This is why it's not the same. This is why May is not the same. This is why today was a mistake. But I want to say first off that I understand. I understand why people are upset. I understand why they want to rage. I understand why they feel like I I understand why Black Lives uh, Matter wants to rage. Totally. I understand why they feel like this may be the last chance to have a republic. If this is the end, if they have it, you know, clean sweep of the legislature and the presidency, it's going to be gone. The rest of the country is going to be gone. I understand why people would feel upset. The difference is, is that the MAGA insurrection (laughs) the maga revolution the maga network is not in alignment with the corporations it's not in alignment with the media and so when black lives matter and antifa are so black lives matter and antifa they can go do this exact kind of thing and get a favorable reaction to their tribe and still maintain their moral victory within their tribe we try to do it and it's instantly going to get shot down we have no media backing we've got no actual narrative backing on this and it's counterproductive and it's damaging to these people these people that ran into the capitol prison prison this dude was the running book. around with like the the stand you know like the yep. day or smiling like, at the camera and i was like bro you're going to prison for a long like, time like prison too. and it was just today an hour ago at the speech trump goes and you know what we made it 10 years to mess with any of our federal monuments or buildings or whatever the case. So like 10 years, dude, you're mm-hmm. going to prison. 10 years. Yep. 10 years. And so it's not going to work. We have to have the right has to have a different strategy than the left. And the left strategy means that the tactics they can use are things like have riots, burn down buildings, antagonize the police, do all these things because they get echoed and support from the corporations. MAGA cannot do it because the net result is a negative. It's not a positive. Nothing was gained today. Only things were lost today. And the people who lost that girl lost her life. 
Those people are going to lose their freedom. They're going to go to prison. And we are all going to lose liberty come this new yeah. administration yeah. when they use this as the new exactly. impetus for the double down, triple extra hard Patriot Act yep. that's coming right up your ass. Yep. Well, Chuck Schumer is comparing what happened today to Pearl Harbor. So, <laughs> yes, we're going to have a lot of politicians uh, milking this cow until uh, until whatever, the cows come home, until the roosters come home, I think. Is the, <laughs> like, and I just I just want to finish this thought. I've been catching a lot of grief on Twitter today because I've been recommending that people, women and children and noncombatants get out of D.C. tonight because it's not safe. I've been recommending that people stay out of trouble and stay out of harm's way and not commit violence and not commit crimes. Why? Because it's not the right tactic today. All it's going to do is do harm to you. There has to be other strategies. We're working on them. I'm personally working on them. We have networks of people working on it. But we can't mimic what the other side is doing because they have a completely different setup. They have the setup. high ground. High well, ground or not. They just but, have listen, the corporations in the media but, and it all works together. Here's an analogy. Imagine you control the high ground. So your strategy is to aim down and fire. Yeah. And imagine if then the Trump supporters all see them up on the top of the hill pointing their guns down and go, we should point our guns down too. And they all aim or if, their, or if they're into throwing, the hill. Like if they're using the throwing rocks as a tactic. If you have right. a high ground, it works. <laughs> but the people on the bottom can't use throwing rocks as a tactic because they can't get the rocks up right. there. Exactly. Well, that's, the, that's the point. Like they're Guns seeing, are a little different. The, the Antifa and the leftists, like, like Jack said, have corporations on their side. Trump supporters don't. It's not a tactic you can use. But Using more importantly, gravity, yeah. what we watched Black Lives Matter re get record support after George Floyd, and then they lit it on fire when they rioted. And I've made so many videos saying this proves, this should be the proof to everybody, violence does not work. Again, we can talk about the Boston Tea Party. We can talk about the 1700s. <laughs> yeah. But we are in the information age. Fifth generational warfare is about manipulation, tactics, and propaganda. And that means they'll find a picture of you wiping your butt and be like, look what he's doing. And they'll post it everywhere and act like it's the end of the world. But Antifa can throw a brick at someone's face and they're going to be like, it's a peaceful protest. In fourth or fifth generation war, there are there are additional layers to the combat space that there wasn't before. Besides being just physical, there's mental and moral. And in our environment, the moral plane is one of the most important ones to win. It's not about a moral victory, and that's something that you get even though you lost. It's not about keeping the moral high ground, about taking some sort of highfalutin, you know, uh, in, you know, some, your integrity in some some regard. It's about just winning the moral war, as in as in having the support of the people, as in having the people on your side, as in leading right. people. It's not and not pushing people away. Storming the Capitol is going to push away people who you need the support of. Well, this is I think they I think they uh, uh, well, I'll, I'll, I'll stop. What I was going to say I'm going to say this. The cops are on video opening up the barricades. I saw that. I saw and, that. And a lot of people are saying, no, 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 that was different. That was different. That wasn't the same moment as when they were pushing on the cops and shaking the barricades and pulling them down. But it was a moment where the police opened up the barricades and then you hear people yelling, they're just letting them into the Capitol. They're opening up the Capitol building to these people. Like they're, they're at the Capitol building when they did this. There's, there's a video, a photo going around of CBP and like uh, locking down and like they're like, we are, we are, we are uh, sending out CBP officers to guard the Capitol while these protests and riots are going on. So a lot of people are asking, why is it that this time when we knew Trump was saying, come on down, it'll be wild. We knew that the, the media kept saying over and over again, Trump is instigating violence. And I laughed. I was like, Trump said, come protest. He didn't say do anything. You're calling it instigating. And then the police weren't there with enough force or presence to do anything to stop this, let alone 
them opening up the barricades. It's, I mean, it's better it than failure. them mowing down the crowd. I, no, 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 no. Listen, when, when, when the, when the Black Lives Matter people were there, they had, uh, police, riot police with shields lining the streets. This time, they had a couple of cops with batons. Why and was some, that? Why do you think they let them in? No idea. I don't know. There's a number of different Failure. access points to the Capitol grounds. That was just one of them. There were people scaling walls. There was another time I saw yeah. them fighting for the gates. I mean, I, I have no idea what happened there. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to find it, find also out. Also, another thing that I think really people need to kind of think about here: Why are people surprised when the establishment, the mainstream media, the corporations, politicians codified and normalized violence as a way to get political power just a few weeks ago? This is something that's becoming the new norm. We've been calling it out no matter who does it. And and people are, of course, making arguments saying if they did it, we could do it too. And again, that's, it, a, that's, that's not a good logic. Is that's it not, the new norm? It's the old norm. It's the <laughs> norm norm. It's the norm norm. I mean, has it, has it been it. this prevalent uh, as, of, as of late? I mean, we could make historical arguments. Historical sure, all through but, history. But as of late, I yeah. think what, that's, what, that's something that's important. Is it just a few weeks ago? Like well, what, well, specifically when we were talking about, you know, Black Lives Matter. Let's yeah. let's bring them up here in in a specific context. They got billions of dollars. They got institutional support. They had major no, no, corporations, no. major politicians supporting no, let's, them let's, after committing violent acts. We'll, ta- we'll, 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 we'll talk about the differences here. Literally uh, paid. <laughs> so yeah. so the first thing is these are Trump supporters who who shut down and breached the electoral college vote count for the presidency. It's serious. Yeah. But it was one time and it was I think three hundred people they estimated. Black Lives Matter was, what, three weeks of nationwide riots, over $2 billion in damage. Mm, 30, and 30 people dead or something? 30 plus, it was, like, yeah, 30 plus people died mm-hmm. in the riots, not all from rioters, but in yeah. riots and that fires. That were underreported and, like that. and confiscated, even by the reporting by Michael oh, wait, Tracy, wait. who went out there and covered that the damage was far bigger than we yep. even knew about it. And then how much money did Black Lives Matter bring in? It was, it was ten billion, ten billion, billion dollars. Yeah. 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 They were given money. What lesson does that teach the average person out there who's paying attention? What lesson does that kind of show? What works the, to the average destroying person? Destroying private property is okay, but if it you is, mess with government yeah. property, it's not okay. <laughs> right. right? It should be. It should be exactly. the other way around. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Yeah. That's it. Well, and then and you know you said that that the uh, the left lit the goodwill on fire that they gained through the the, the protests earlier this year. I, I think that that's not entirely true. As I was downtown, I noted I, every time I looked up, each building had a giant Black Lives Matter banner on it. The churches have them covering it. You know the it's it's everywhere. They it's like they 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 won. They won in D.C. That's for sure. Black Lives Matter has not extinguished any of its support. It is not burnt through uh, that that capital that it earned aside from the ten billion dollars. And if you can't take any lesson at all, it's like you do yeah. that. But that's the problem. They were baited. Yeah. We were baited into behaving like Antifa and Black Lives Matter when we cannot. It is counterproductive me, to our strategy. Let me let me back this up. That's um, correct. Yes, I think you're right that people do generally support Black Lives Matter. But I have a graph here that I want people to, to see, which I've shown before. It's from Civics. Black Lives Matter registered voters, do you support or oppose the Black Lives Matter movement? Right after the George Floyd incident, net support for Black Lives I'm sorry, right before George Floyd lost his life, net support for Black Lives Matter was at 18%. So that means like above the, 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 the margin, like above 50%. When the, when the protests spiked, 24% net support. Then the riots started. Before, remember, before George Floyd, Black Lives Matter enjoyed 18%. The riots hit and it dropped from 24 all the way down to 8% where it currently sits right now. 8%. They had 18. They lost 10% of their net support in this country by rioting. And it has not come back. So they do enjoy 
general support on average in this country. But there was a point where even conservatives were like, I understand this George Floyd thing was really bad. Then they went and burned down mom and pop shops. Yeah, it's not like the MAGA network went into this scene at the Capitol building with credit, goodwill credit in the bank. Exactly. They already went in negative, owing money, (laughs) on the run from the creditor. The creditor's trying to chase them down. And then they go and then they they, they just chop their face off, man. But you know, so like the the editor. That, that I, I, I replaced. Yeah, like you put that down with cop choppers. Cop choppers, yes. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> the sometimes, sometimes. Yeah. Thanks, so they're, they're, but they're saying that uh, uh, one of these guys, like a really well-known Q conspiracy guy, like the Viking guy, has been seen at events holding up signs for Q. Some people are trying to claim he's Black Lives Matter, and he's not, no. yeah. well, he may have been at an event, but they cropped out. There, there's a photo I see going around. And you can't see what the sign says. It's That's cropped out. Q sent me. And it, yes, it's, I think it pretty much says that. It literally says yeah. Q sent me. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. a sign that he has there. There's a, there's a meme of him now and uh, it has that famous picture and it says, when you ordered the village people from Wish, and then it's a picture of him and all the other people standing in the background there. But again, a lot of disinformation, a lot of people just manipulating facts, editorializing so they could push a certain agenda. And when we just stop looking at these agendas, we see a very, uh, very, very bad picture of more fuel on the fire. And that's exactly what's happening with all the reporting, supposedly, that's going on today with, again, just trying to get as much disinformation, trying to get as much propaganda, trying to brainwash people to make you understand that guy's going to hurt you. You need to fight him at all costs. And now we're here at this stage and we're not going to be going away anytime soon because the algorithms that incentivize it, the mainstream media that spews it, the politicians who allow it, they're the ones who are still sadly at the helms and are going to be expanding it and pushing this to a level that is it's going to become more and more unlivable and more and more apparent whatever the conditions were that launched trump into presidency in 2016 are today now and going to get much worse than they were in 2015 it's going to be worse than the last term of the obama presidency they've got more money they're better established they've taken over more institutions it's more in our schools it's more in our kids Our our kids are just reciting things without even understanding it so if you didn't like the way things were before, I have a feeling you're not going to like them very much in the next three, three, three Ladies and gentlemen, I have uh, an important update. I just got a notification. Uh, Google has disabled chat on this stream. Why is that? For obvious reasons. Get out of town. Chat has been disabled. So uh, no more chat for the people who are watching, but wow. they're allowing the stream to continue because I guess I guess because our conversation is is calm and reasonable and you know we're very much very anti-violence But people. chat's saying stuff. What? We're not even yeah. making any allegations. We're no, just we're telling just, you well, what chat, other people are yeah. saying. Chat has been disabled for things that people yeah. are saying they can't control and we can't moderate. Wow. So they're shutting it down. Wow. Okay. Welcome okay, to whatever is coming next. I got no idea. We're watching uh, it in action. But I, I just got contacted by Google right now. That, uh, we, we, we noticed yeah, like that chat, uh, chat wasn't working. Okay. And uh, yeah. so We're uh, making argu- arguments against radicalization. No, no, no. Right. It's not on us. The stream's okay. Yeah, right. yeah the chat can get spicy. Yeah, but you still, yeah. You still yeah. get punished because, uh, again, people come to engage. People talk to people want to have those conversations, and they can't right now. I'd love to read the chat. This is, well, what what better no, segue no, than no. to uh, talk, talk about, about what's going on with, 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 with Trump yes. and Twitter. And let me let me tell you right now. So uh, what I'm what I'm being told is that uh, for those that are just tuning in, chat has been disabled because people in comments are inciting violence, calling for more and things like that. And there's just too many comments. I mean, we've got uh, about 100,000 people who are who are live right now. It's 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 big. A lot's going on. So I'll, I'll say this. Um, let me ask you guys your opinions, because I think it's a tough call. When you have tons of people encouraging and inciting, especially at a time when things are so precarious 
And, you know, Google is basically saying, keep doing the stream. We're not, we're not, it's not on you guys, but we can't control this. How do you guys feel about this disabling? There, it, whenever you stop conversations from happening, you feel bad conversations. The, what's the saying? If you want to defeat a bad idea, you defeat it with good ideas. Yep. But by censoring it, you make it fester in the dark, darkest, nastiest, ugliest elements of the internet that do exist and will continue to exist and will even persist even more once you censor but that conversation from taking place. Yes, yes, but there's a difference between saying bad opinions and yeah. inciting violence. Well, if someone's docking, doxing someone or, or saying threatening do this. force, well, obviously those individuals should be obviously dealt with with the First Amendment and the law like we have on the books right now. Of course, that's something that that's, has been well, so, followed, right, 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 and, listen, there, and that's nothing different. I understand. I'm just yeah. saying in this capacity, I am 100% against inciting violence. Yeah, and I always yeah. Exactly. I always say this. Free speech stops when you start directing people to commit crimes and hurt yeah. others. YouTube is saying right now that too many people in the chat are saying I that. Think as a moderator from Minds, I think that they did the right thing because it's illegal to incite violence. And if they leave an incitement of violence on their platform, that they become liable. Well, deal with those individuals, though. Don't take down bro, a whole bro. conversation. The problem with the live you're, chat you're, is you're it's, right, but yeah, with 100,000 people. Like, so what they'll do is do they'll it. go on the comments later and they'll remove any violence incitements and they'll strike those accounts. But it was just too much at yep. once for them to, for any moderator mm -hmm. or AI to probably even to control. I'll tell you guys what. It's really, really simple. Um, who wants to be the official Twitter uh, uh, chat question receiver? I can do it. Uh, I'll do it. Everybody, yeah. actually. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Right now, uh, at Sour Patch Lids. Yep. Yep. You oh, can follow at Sour Patch Lids one. and tweet at questions. Oh, at Jack Murphy Live. Yeah, at yeah. Jack Murphy Live. There you go, you at Jack, Jack Murphy Live. At Luke We Are Change. Luke We Are Change. Feel free to ask me anything and then we'll Just do Just not me because I don't check notifications. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not yeah I check mine for sure. No yeah. kidding. But we can use, <laughs> we'll, we'll, use, we'll use Twitter and, and, and uh, in that capacity, Twitter is. Look, if you break Twitter's rules, of course, I'm one of the, you know, uh, most free speech people when it comes to these social media platforms, but so we'll I guess that's the best we can do for now. So you guys check your Twitter feeds. We can do questions that way later on in the yeah, show and yeah. we can have the chat. You guys can tweet at us. Yeah. I, uh, I already, just... I already tweeted out no chat for you. Um, <laughs> because we don't have chat anymore. You may have noticed. So if you guys want to send me any questions you have or whatever on there, that would be good. Sour Patchlets at Sour Patchlets on Twitter. Uh oh, we just invited, we just invited <laughs> the Timcast IRL okay. chat into my mentions. You're oh always, God. Godspeed, you're Jack. Always welcome. They're, 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 they're good well. people. I welcome them. I love them too. They're a wild bunch. <laughs> what? No, 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 no. Thank you. Uh, yeah. So, uh, well, here's the here's the here's the news from CNBC. Twitter locks Trump's account following video addressing Washington rioters. Twitter said on Wednesday it would lock the account of the president for 12 hours after he posted tweets continuing to make false claims about the election. Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter on Wednesday removed a video by President Donald Trump addressing Washington rioters. Meanwhile, calls are mounting for Twitter and Facebook to suspend Trump's accounts. So I don't, I don't know if they have the, uh, I don't think they're going to show what Trump said. Uh, so I guess I can, we can only sort of allude to it because it's been banned from everywhere, which is really dangerous in my yeah. opinion. Is this that one tweet well, that got taken down in his? He two, two tweets, and then he's, he's, he's banned from using the account for, for 12 hours. I watched the video, and in the video he says, okay, guys, go home. He's, he's urging his supporters to, to leave the Capitol. So yeah. those are important videos that I think, you know, maybe some people should see. I don't think censoring it is going to I think that's anything. a bad idea. But um, yeah. one of the tweets that got removed was him saying, or it was a post on Facebook as well. He said, you know, this is what happens when you, there's a landslide and it's stolen. Never, you go home and in peace, never forget this day. Yeah, it says, 
when a sacred landslide election victory is so unceremoniously and viciously stripped away from great patriots who have been badly and unfairly treated for so long. Like, oh, my goodness. Ceremony. What was... What was? How was that even a landslide? He's just such a blowhard. Well, I don't like that guy, man. In, in, <laughs> I don't uh, like the way he governs. So they removed it. That's that was that was wrong. I don't that know. I wrong. wouldn't remove that. That what they have done oh, yes. is there's a fire going on right now, and it's bigger and more dangerous than we've ever seen to the point where YouTube has literally disabled our comments. And they they come out and they say, guys, we're gonna help put this fire out. And they light their flamethrowers and they spray fire all over everything. Put out fire with fire. And they tell you they're making it. <laughs> I mean, they're that. making it worse, but they tell you they're putting the fire out while they spray. It's firemen coming out like in in Fahrenheit four fifty one with flamethrowers saying we're the yeah, firemen. You can't Are extinguish they, fire. Why didn't with fire? they do the same to CNN that that's spewing hyperbolic mm. nonsense? Are they gonna do the same to the mainstream media? Because it's only fair if they do it to them now. And then again, we have to look here. CNN openly told people protests are not supposed to be peaceful. They're the ones that were inciting violence not so long ago. And I mean, we're here actually having a conversation trying to break down what's happening and why it's happening. And I think understanding a problem leads us towards fixing it. But censoring conversations, censoring dialogue, censoring speech, it's only going to create a worse problem, in my opinion. That's what I personally think. Yeah, absolutely. There, there is a value to censoring well okay the word well, censor just means to be the gatekeeper so you can censor something and allow it to exist and censor something and take it down it's your choice you are the censor look, look you're just taking information that's the censorship. pros and cons yes there there's there's a benefit mm -hmm. to censorship it's just we believe in liberty and i think if you if you go by the the root definition of the word removing someone who has an opinion which would incite violence would right. be if censorship not, to a certain degree but if, we accept these limits and if it's not illegal then we accept it if it's illegal, then we have to censor it. We're supposed to anyway. On the margin, somehow, we'll banning Trump down. from his Twitter at this point in time is going to increase agitation among the people who are already agitated. Yeah. Do you think that yep. that was the intended uh, mm -hmm. consequence or uh, accidental byproduct I, I, of the Twitter action? I think accidental. it's accidental. Yeah. I think these people are really, really, really dumb. Yeah. There's it's 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 what I refer to as a, a Chinese finger trap problem. Everyone's you've seen those little toys, you put your fingers in you pull and it gets tighter the harder you pull and that's what they're doing. They don't realize that a lot of the anger we're seeing is because of this. And so at one of the worst possible moments they said, "Let's really remind each and every one of these people who is losing their mind how much we hate them." Yeah. That's I'm not, that's that's the message being sent out and it's terrifying. This is the wrong move. For everybody. And that's what really freaks me out. When CNN on the TV, I cannot believe what I was hearing. They said it's insurrection in DC and all this stuff. And I'm like, you guys are throwing kerosene into the fire pit. They don't care. They don't care. They know that they can continue to just keep doing this to make things worse. If it bleeds, it leads, they say in media. Indeed. But, you know, from their perspective, it does feel like an insurgency to them. An insurrection. An insurrection. It feels like it to them. They, that's, I think that they truly believe it and that when they say that, that is an honest statement in congruency with their inner self. Like that's what they feel, how they see the world and they feel like they're telling the truth. And I believe to the extent that it's possible that that's an honest statement coming from them. But how would that be? How do you think they would see that as an insurrection? Because it feels like it, because they think Trump is a fascist, because they think that we're all fascists, and because they think that there was people going to take over the Capitol with armed weapons or burn it down, disrupt constitutional processes. They Look, guys, they, <laughs> they disrupted the moment that the left has been just begging for and dying for <laughs> ever since yeah. November of 2015. This, this was the moment. 
and yeah. and it was disrupted. So of course it feels like an instruction to them. Of course it feels like a, it it quite literally was a disruption of a constitutional process that was going to lead to their president that they wanted to have. How else would you view it if you were them? Well, that's, that, that's, that's sorry, guys. No, <laughs> but, 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 but listen, but listen go. that shows that CNN doesn't view half of this country as legitimate. I thought we were beyond talking about that. No, I mean, but, but, that, that's, that's, that's that's taken. But, but that's yeah. but I think you're right, and I think it's exactly my point. Yeah, you know, our our points are uh, the same. Uh, they they, have, right, they right did here. storm the Capitol well, and they saw have, a Viking they have, on the throne. They have a right to, to feel that way. But when you look at the actual kind of events, it's disorganized. It's chaos. There wasn't any kind of unified plan or action by the vice president or the president. You have the vice president coming out. You have the president coming and saying legitimately, "Hey guys, it's important that we bring everyone." back home uh you know protect the police officers back the blue that's literally the messaging happening in there nothing was really it doesn't seem like it from my own personal experiences like nothing was really planned and organized here it just seems no. it seems like it, it, it's it's something that happened from the utter chaos that has been building and spewing and they've been trying to keep under and the more they try to keep it under the more it kind of pops. all right up. let and me tell you continue to pop up with these kind of activities here is someone that deserves the blame hmm. sydney powell hmm. That cracking, that cracking shit. Linwood. Linwood. These people and Q, these people and these networks and that thing, they pump people full of false hope. They riled people up and they promised them that something was coming. But it's just been getting crazier and crazier and crazier. I mean, come on, Linwood tweeting that Mike Pence needs to be removed and charged with treason. Yeah, and he, he may be having a psychotic breakdown. Twenty thousand retweets, not a ratio. People were pushing this and supporting this. Well, yeah. Why didn't they, of, of all the tweets <laughs> that they should have been censoring, it should have been those. They, they should have censored him and been like, go talk to your therapist, right? Like people in, in obvious mental breakdown, they should, they should block those people. But I, but I seriously, I don't, I don't think so. You don't, you, you, you I don't think he should have been banned. I think, mm -hmm. I think I, I'm being tongue in cheek. This is not my official courtroom position on that matter. <laughs> We're just talking a little ish on that. Right. So, but, but it's an important point to, to bring up. Lynn Wood was saying crazy stuff and it should be a reminder to everybody like, don't listen. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, this is why this guy is not trustworthy. And I'm seeing tons of Trump supporters being like, dude, this guy's losing it. What happened? You know, he's having a break or something. Yeah, but, you know, even from people that I thought were savvy or whatever, I get these messages. Trust the plan. Well, you don't know what's going to happen in Georgia. And just wait till the 6th. And, oh, my God, this is going to happen. These people were waiting for something. And you know what? Trump was there. I think that they thought maybe that Trump was going to make this speech on the ellipse was going to lay it all out finally. Was the finally the trust no plan that I, I know yeah. <laughs> the, the trust the plan moment was this was supposed to be their climax, I think. Yeah. And is, then they, were, they yeah. were let down. This is the first comment that I got from people coming in and asking questions and comments. And one of them says, what are people supposed to do when they lose their voice and the courts are scared or unwilling to see or hear the problem? That's the point of view. Nonviolent totally. civil yeah. disobedience. Totally. Use like I mentioned the other day, what would have happened if a bunch of Trump supporters were just, you know, standing in the roads and people couldn't get through? Nonviolent civil disobedience. And create a new network, create a new concept for uh -huh. people to rely on, like a new constitution. It's fifth, it's fifth generational warfare, okay? Not mm. warfare in the sense of people fighting. It's in, it's in the battle for the mind. It's the battle for resources and for, for ideology. And that means you win when you are moral, when you are principled, when you uh, 
when you're persuasive. Tim, uh, I've been talking about these issues for a better part of two years now. Uh, a lot of my podcasts with John Robb, we talk about fourth generation warfare. Inside the Liminal Order, we study fourth generation warfare, how it impacts us, how we can use it uh, in the world to manifest more of our values. But Tim, I got I to ask you a personal question. Uh, of all the times I've been on this show, like 10 times by now, I've never heard you use these phrases, fifth, fifth generation. Well, did you have a guest on recently that where you had like an in-depth conversation about it? No. No? Huh? No, no, no. I mean, we were post- privately talking about been, it for weeks. You've yeah, just I've been, been, I've been yeah. posting about oh, fourth and Luke. fifth generational warfare for a year or two. Yeah. Okay. So uh, I actually... But you're, abso- I mean, you're absolutely right. I mean, you're, we're speaking the same exact language, and it's not. It, it, it's a completely different battle space. Like, trying to storm the capital is... Makes no sense. It has no place do in a think war of, that's fought on a moral and but, mental but think dimension. Of, think about this. Think about what do you do inside the capital? Like, what did, what did anyone think would happen? You go in... And you have no institutional power or control or confidence. One thing I've been saying a whole lot, the, the purpose of fifth generational warfare, which more has to do with media and propaganda, is building confidence in your system. This is why I've been saying that Lynn Wood is one of the most destructive and dangerous things for Trump and his supporters because he's stripping Trump of, of legitimacy. And you know what? Trump didn't come out and disavow or, or shut it down. And Trump supporters didn't either. And that's how they lost legitimacy. Mm. And Every Trump supporter <clears throat> I know in my network disavowed not, and shot down Linwood. Right, right. I'm, not, I'm not saying every single Trump supporter was like, I'll keep my mouth shut. No, yeah. it was that there were many Trump supporters who were retweeting and, yeah. and propping it up. And there were, and I'm not, not, not the prominent ones, not a lot of, uh, you know, high, high, uh, higher profile personalities, but I would tweet something like, you know, uh, it's, it's about time a loved one took Linwood's phone away. Totes. And I get people saying, like, you should really be asking more serious questions and wondering why he's actually saying these things. And I'm like, dude, Mike Pence is not going to get arrested. Mike Pence is not committing treason. This is crazy. What, what was Linwood's claim to fame? You told me this before. He, re- he represented somebody. That, that movie uh, that just came out recently about the guy and, the, and, the, and what, what was it? He got acu- falsely accused of planning a bomb. You know what I'm talking about? Richard Jewell, I think was his name? That was oh, Richard first. Jewell. Yeah, uh, yeah the was, that was Atlanta bombing. Was that Lynn Wood who did that? I don't know. Am Richard I Jewell wrong? was Atlanta. There's a new breaking news happening right now with Loeffner no longer objecting. So right now, it looks like they're proceeding with the certification. Yep. Mike Pence was just making a speech. And it looks like they're going forward with the vote. That's no going surprise. to be happening. Right. And then, and then here's an excellent uh, instance of how what happened today was counterproductive. How many dissenting votes on the floor now? I don't know. Probably none. None. Yeah. They were going is to. It, is, it, is, it, is it literally none or are we just... Oh, I don't, I, I don't know. I haven't seen it. It's, it's about to happen or it's happening that right now. That stripped Trump of what, legit, what, what legitimacy and support he so had. Insane. I thought Rand Paul said there would be none. Yeah, Rand Paul said that's it. They'll come in. It's no not actions. that I'm opposed to taking action. It's that I'm opposed to taking stupid, counterproductive, you know, kamikaze without the damage to the other side action, which is what happened today. I'm, a, I'm opposed to general destruction and vandalism and violence because yes. uh, it's it's just morally wrong. And I've said this since I started doing this work. You mm-hmm. cannot build a better world using the tactics of those you oppose. It's I've seen it from Antifa and Occupy Wall Street, and we're seeing this now. When you think, I can create a better world if only I use the tactics that are wrong, then you've created a world built off of wrong tactics, and then how do you keep your glorious revolution? How do you stop the next one, right? That's it, that's it saying. Once you have your revolution and, and, and you win and you're victorious, how do you stop the next great revolution from happening? When Occupy Wall Street had, had these black bloc people, they kept saying, give the respect a diversity of tactics. And that was code for allow the violent people. And I said, no, we want a better world. 
We want a peaceful world. We want people who will talk to each other, communicate, cooperate, right? You can't build that by violence. You can't build that destroying things because what happens is the people who are violent take power. They feel justified using violence, and then they have a brand new system that uses violence to suppress those they don't like. Yeah. And when it was going down, I, I, I always remember saying... Every action has an equal reaction. And if you think there's not going to be an equal reaction to what's happening, especially during the summer, especially during the riots, even before that, we've seen similar conflicts. We've seen the mainstream media egg it on. We've seen the mainstream media bastardize it. We've seen the mainstream media promote certain different uh, ideas out there. I I think really when we look at the the people that are responsible, you have to make the people who are pointing and making people believe this an element uh, that, that really should be held responsible, in my opinion. So. I'm worried about what the, uh, uh, the, the dramatic escalation is already going to be. Well, you know, civil war is trending on Twitter. So people are already talking about this. There's also people uh, talking about Area 51. It's, it's trending right now as well. And some people are jokingly saying, well, now maybe we could try the Area 51 raid. Oh but that's, again, that's, that's satire and uh, obviously facetiousness of what people are expressing right now on Twitter. And when you really look at the hashtags, uh, white privilege, treason, uh, what else is there? Schumer. Uh, we're, we're seeing a, a lot of hyperbolic bipartisan craziness that's only going to get me, more out of hand. Let me tell you what I think may be the most uh, destructive and dangerous thing this country has seen yet from Cori Bush. She's a uh, newly elected, I believe, uh, yeah. progressive. She tweeted, my first resolution in Congress will be to call for the expulsion of the Republican members of Congress who incited this domestic terror attack on the Capitol. 20,000 retweets. How many retweets is that? This Whatever, that'll 50, go That'll go nowhere. It, it, it's, it's, not about, it's not about that. It's crazy. What, pe- what people need to understand, you know, when they were saying that Mike Pence doesn't have the power or the authority, it's about willpower. We're human beings. We're not computer programs. What's to stop me right now from getting up and just leaving? Nothing. People would be, that's crazy. Tim left his show and now he's like, he's not there anymore. He's just gone to the empty chair. <laughs> it's not likely to happen. But I could do it if I wanted to. Sure. Mike Pence could have walked out of the building. Mike Pence could have said whatever, whatever he wants. When Cori Bush says it's going to be a resolution, I think you're right. Probably won't go anywhere. But think about the message being sent now at a time of extreme hyperpolarization. I will expel you. I will try to remove you. She's like, I'm part of the, what do they call that group of people? The pe- squad. Yeah, I'm part of the squad now. She's just this like, this excessively radical uh, politician. And, and she's like all about tribalism. She wants to be part of this group. And she wants to do this stupidly radical uh, expulsion of senators. Well, listen. There's, there's more. It's, Hold on. There's disturbing. more. She tweeted, I'm calling for the removal of every GOP member involved in today's coup. If you're with me, sign your name to my petition to send them a message that you will not stand for their treason. Hmm. Do you want to know what my biggest criticisms of this Lynn is a Wood freshman congressman, a freshman congressman. Shit, but listen, you know, what the problem is with Lynn Wood saying Mike Pence committed treason. Do you know what the penalty for treason is death? Death. death. And when yep. Cory Bush, a sitting member of the House who just got elected, is saying that Republicans should be expelled for their treason, mm-hmm. we are. At, this is an escalation that is. It, it is. It is. It, listen, when I have been saying that I see this coming and I see this escalating, I'm not saying it should happen. It shouldn't happen, and people need to stop. The problem is nobody wants to be. No, nobody will accept the other side de-escalating at all. They won't. Okay. So Cori Bush is not going to say, I will be the person to say, I'm calming down. 
We need to learn to work together and solve this problem. I, I some think, have. Some have. I think your Chinese finger trap metaphor is fantastic because especially if me and you both have our fingers in the trap, if we're not talking to each other, we're not going to be able to coordinate pushing in together to get out together. That's a really good analogy for the tribalism. It's not just one person with their hands stuck. It's both stuck in the trap trying to break out of it by pulling as hard as they can instead of talking it through, calming things down and working things out. But this but the trap we're on the trap. The trap is social media. The social media that distributes images and videos in that trigger your empathetic reactions and sort you by tribe based on instinct and gut. So it's giving us tightening impulses where we think the other person's pulling and when they're yes. actually not. Yes. Algorithms and news organizations that know if they get you in a fear state that they get more clicks, It'd that they get angry. more revenue, that they get more engagement and they willingly keep incentivizing these actions that keep bringing us at each other's throats and, and, and here we are today so and 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 if you haven't already smashed that like button we right. love your likes they love, really do help but look I've, i i have i don't have to be an algorithm or a news organization to, to to know what you're saying is true i can see it when i tweet about antifa and antifa violence mad engagement i tweet about positive constructive things that Nothing. you can do in your life what is the alternative what can we do what act medium engagement yeah, not yeah, nothing yeah, yeah, come yeah. on not, come yeah, on no, no. but listen listen <laughs> so so i really do genuinely just tweet what i think randomly sometimes i'll see something and i'll tweet about it right he has funny thoughts so th there's there's a bunch of tweets that i'll post that'll do really really well but then a good example is when i criticize the likes of lynn wood and i get ratioed by people who are critical or saying well let's wait to see how things play out i don't i don't care if people retweet me or not i don't ask please retweet this i just tweet what i'm thinking it re sometimes my, my thoughts resonate with people and sometimes they don't. But there are a lot of people who purposefully know what they're doing and drive it on purpose. Now, many of these people like to ac accuse me of doing that. It's just not true. Yeah. You know, uh, I, I just, I just say what I think. We also got some other news. So it looks like the, the, the chair of CPAC was wrong. It wasn't a 16 year old. Yes, uh, we have the girl. information. We're getting information from the New York Post that this was, um, what specifically, an Air Force veteran that served in the military for 14 years and had done four tours of duty oh, that wow. passed away and died today from California. Tragic. Yeah. That sucks. Wow, man. And you know what the problem is? A lot of these people didn't know what they were doing. Yeah. They just didn't know any. They didn't know. There was a video we were watching. Um, uh, I was watching it on Twitter of this woman, and she's crying. And someone asks her, you know, what happened? And she goes, I got maced. And they were like... Why did you get maced? She goes, we tried entering the building and I got two feet in and then the police maced me. Hmm. And they go, why were you trying to get in the building? And she goes, we're storming the Capitol. It's a revolution. She had no idea what she was talking about. Wow. She has no idea what they were doing. Foot what, what, soldiers, stooges, tools, pawns. Like, okay. The street soldiers for Antifa are pawns it, to their network. Do you think the network really cares about those Antifa scrubs? Hell and like, no. In 1800, hold on. Hold on. Yeah, keep going. I just don't want our people used as pawns. As tools. Well, in 1800, getting into the building would have had value because that's where all the paperwork was. Yep. That's where the doc... It's not all on the internet now. What? It's all stored in servers they, in they, Alaska. And something you've been bringing up, Ian, is like, why don't they just vote remote? And they probably are. We don't yep. even know it. They have tunnels under... They don't need to be in the Capitol. That building's point... It's ceremonial at this point. This is... This, Other breaking news. Tucker Carlson just said that the cabinet is considering invoking the 25th Amendment. Oh, this is wow. from Tucker Carlson of Fox News reporting Trump's cabinet? right now. Um, or, or the, the new, the new the cabinet. That's the, that's the, that's what I'm getting right now. I'm is is that the group this, Nancy so. Pelosi created or whatever? I'm not sure. Or is it Trump's I'm not, cabinet? I'm not sure. I'm going to look so, at so, this more. So, uh, in DC, 
they wanted I mean there's so much we haven't even gotten into the pipe bombs and stuff we gotta talk about uh, I'll tell you what really freaked me out you, want, you know what really freaked me out Jack when Virginia announced they were sending in Virginia National Guard into a federal jurisdiction when Maryland announced they were sending in National Guard into a federal jurisdiction at the request of the mayor no yeah the, the, I, I, no I saw the whole thing happen the mayor requested Virginia and yeah Maryland? because the mayor requested the National Guard and the, the Pentagon said no. So well, then she went and she requested local jurisdictional help. There are Fairfax County cops down there. There are Montgomery yep. County cops down there. They, Mike, they came Mike in. Pence issued a statement ordering the D.C. National Guard to step up. Trump didn't do it. Why? Yeah, this is what I, I don't understand, why the National Guard was rejected. There's a lot of confusing things. For, I mean, look, first of all, last time there wasn't any damage like this. Okay. And it, and, and all the protests and riots before it has been BLM and Antifa. So that's why they're, and, and, and the police force escalated as the violence escalated and they finally escalated the police force enough to, to, to put it down. Maybe people just didn't assume that the MAGA folks were going to come and, 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 I, and I, storm, I, and storm I, the Capitol. I, I said, I, I do my segments 10 a.m., 1 p.m., 4 p.m. <laughs> my 1 p.m. segment, I'm like, there's a lot of people, nothing's going to happen. You know, I was like, they're going to, Trump supporters don't do this stuff, right? Yeah. They wave little American flags. They're in, they're, they're in the ellipse. They're, they're, they're waiting for Trump. Trump's going to speak. He's going to say his piece and they're going to leave. And then I remember like the video goes up and then it was like 146. This woman gets shot or whatever. And I'm like, my video's been up for 45 minutes. And I said, this wasn't going to happen. And it's happening right now. Mm-hmm. You, you incited it. So it's so <laughs> insane that I could say two, two things. Violence does not work. And I showed you the graph. I showed you Black Lives Matter losing all their support by rioting. Don't do it. And I can say, I don't even think Trump supporters will do it. I've been saying for the, for the week going up to it, roads are being closed. So I don't know if I'm going to go there anyway. And I don't think Trump supporters are going to do much. If anything, you would, you would assume people would say Tim was discouraging people from going. But it's, this, this is the problem. The left and the right, uh, to varying degrees, don't care. And what I mean by that is, the left believes genuinely that the right doesn't care. And the right believes genuinely the left doesn't care. And so both sides are unwilling to back down. There's, there's not going to be a compromise on these issues. And what happens when you perpetrate one side? The other side gets even stronger. And then it just keeps going back and forth in this continual Oh, well, cycle. you know who loves this? It's the security apparatus. Yeah. Mm. They're, oh, they're, they're, they're all oh. sitting in their private room popping champagne. Dude, they're already, they're already drafting up their brand new counterinsurgency to task force for the United States to go after everybody. The far right is the worst threat. Tweeted on a MAGA hashtag. It's coming. It's yep. coming. This, this was such a blunder. I cannot emphasize this enough. They, they, they were going to come after us anyway. The Trumpification talk had already begun. There's no question. But now, on the eve of them taking power, we have literally, we, these guys, the storm of capital, have handed the incoming administration this just the, the free pass to crack down. They will have the full support of the American people because, hey, there's a revolution going on in, in D.C. Got to put it down. Got to put down white supremacists, the worst national security threat, according to the FBI bull. Yep. And so now they're going to have like ba- basically uh, what, what do you call it when like a, a, a mandate? They yeah. have a mandate. They will have a mandate now to crack down on people, on speech, on everything else, make everything worse. Lofner on the House floor just said, quote, when I arrived in Washington this morning, I fully intended to object the certification of the electoral votes. However, the events that have transpired today have forced me to reconsider, and I cannot now, in wow. good conscience, object. So those are the comments no that joke. were just issued. Okay, so who, right who wins? The only winners here are the left. 
private security agencies? No. Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. So they, they, they won. MAGA, no one. Uh-huh. Nothing. Ne- oh, negative. This is the end of MAGA. Yes, it's over. Trump. Trump is is they're, they're talking about invoking the twenty fifth. What is that? That's Trump. where you take the acting president out. And, yep. Yeah. The vice president says he's unable to do his job. They remove him. And I, I said earlier, I would not be surprised now if they impeach and remove as like as like an immediate. And this is the perfect opportunity to do it. The look, they claim Trump was instigating and all this stuff. Trump Trump was definitely talking about the, the evidence, the election. He's very energetic, but he didn't tell anybody to go do anything. I was at the speech. It was dry. And what yeah. I what I noted was that he he did talk about some dominion and last minute vote switching and yada yada, but he emphasized very concrete pieces of evidence, Matt Brainerd type evidence, you know, out of state voters, dead voters, whatever. He's like, I'm going to bore you with all the details because he was there to lay out his he case. He even prefaced like, please don't hate me yeah. when I'm so boring. And then he pretty much put the ball in Mike Pence's court, which yeah. everyone was saying that was a pretty weak move. If you really yeah, care about like, this, he's like, do the right thing. You wouldn't put all the responsibilities on Mike Pence, who publicly disagreed with you on this particular yeah, topic. So he conceded yeah. in front of everyone yeah. today. Basically, he said, I'll never concede. But the speech was well, he gave the ball to Mike Pence. Right. I think that's fair to say. Right. It's the easiest way to be like, I'm not conceding. It just Pence isn't supporting me. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest here. He was already planning on a golfing trip on the inauguration uh, during, uh, you know, in um, Scotland said in, no. in Scotland said no because of, you know, COVID. So th- there's also that important merit to bring up here. And people should also understand. I think this is the. Uh, I think it's. I think it's the end. You do. You do, do, uh, do you disagree? Well, no. I was just shaking my. I don't know if I agree or not, but I was shaking my head at the idea that this moment is the worst possible thing that could happen to the emergent Trump nationalist populism that was trying to form, trying to come out of this. Stop the steal. Stop the steal. Could have been literal. Could have been metaphorical. Just the same way build the wall was literal and metaphorical, pulling back from globalism and you know erecting barriers in general. Stop the steal. Stop the from stealing our government, stop the critical race theorists from taking over the government, stop the radical left from taking over our institutions. I can see that. So there was like a seed, there's energy, and then something like this is bad, bad juice, bad juice for the for okay. the energy. Uh, Jack, I got bad news for you. Tell me, do you know the number five top trending uh, hashtag is on Twitter right now? Uh, F around to find out. White privilege. <laughs> white privilege. White privilege. Oh, because uh, yeah. that white chick got shot for storming the Capitol. Uh, probably because well, they're what what they've been saying is look what happens when Black Lives Matter protests they get all these different agencies yeah, we heard that all night on surrounding. CNN. I mean, look, it's actually a fair point, but not necessarily for entirely what they're saying. They're saying when Black Lives Matter comes to the to the Capitol, they go crazy with mass security, right? That's true. They didn't do that this time. But guess who loses in the end? It's MAGA. It's Trump support. Well, Trump wouldn't call in the National Guard. He denied the, go- the mayor no. National Guard. No, no, well, no, 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 no. Oh. The National Guard said no to the request. I thought Trump said no. Are you no. sure they said no? Yes. Denied. I mean, I saw reports on Twitter and then the follow on events line up to me to, to, to I, say that this was likely to have happened in that they went to the National Guard first. No. What I, what and I now was, they call in cops from Loudoun County. Isn't Trump the authorization? No. Chris Miller is. What I, uh, but Chris Miller reports to Trump. So there's, there's a whole lot that could happen there. What I heard was that. The National Guard has already had already been given orders on how they were assisting local law enforcement. When the mayor came in and said, we want you to move, they said, that's got to go through standardized procedure. So we can't do that. Trump did not say give up, up you know, give them the request. 
Mike Pence eventually stepped in and said, do it. And then they did. So Trump didn't do it. Yeah, there's so much fake news and nonsense out there. I mean, I don't know if even I should address this uh, specifically with what Keith Oberman just said. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, but you won't do believe it. it. Oh, need come to, on. He's we, left wing. We Linwood. need to see both sides. Is it about baseball? We must know <laughs> all sides. He said, quote, the United States of America was today the victim of a terrorist attack orchestrated by the president of the United States today. Donald Trump's 9-11 attack on America. He's comparing what happened yeah, today Keith to Olbermann's the 9-11. He reminds me of that guy Murat uh, in the French Revolution. Remember that writer, the friend of the people, I think was his, his news the organization. The guy with the condition? Yeah, he had a skin condition. He'd have to, yeah. And, oh, and yeah. this woman stabbed him and martyred him, basically. That's and that painting right. of him in yep. that, And though. caused, so I, I like, I mean, I like Keith a little bit, but <laughs> the, this rhetoric that he's been spewing the last, like, three, he's, 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 five he's, years since he went crazy, since he got kicked out of his, uh, jo- his old job with, who was it, MSNBC? When he got That's fired, like then this was the dumbest terrorist attack in the history of terror attacks. <laughs> a terror attack with a net result of negative one dead, poor girl dead, and your whole intent and purposes being shot to shit all at the same time. What kind? Of, what, what is that? That's why I wonder about the police just yeah. letting him in. I want to know more about that. I'm going to talk to my guys and see what they have to say about that. I, they they definitely there's videos of them smashing the windows. Like I, I, the cops weren't letting them in the building. Let me see if I can. But they that smashed out. the windows out. They were climbing and scaling those walls. Dude, those They're walls through awnings. We need to get those yeah. rivets out of the walls. By the way, that you I've can always, climb up. Yeah, I've always thought about that. Make you walk flat, by flat sheer walls yeah. that jut out, so you can't get over them. Like who who whoever was designing the Capitol, they were like, hmm, I think we need a ladder to get onto, to, to get into the Capitol grounds here. So let's make this wall climbable. What yeah, no, crazy? No, like, let's make it look good. No one. It's got to have like. It's got to have those pigeon things on it so people can't climb it. You know yeah. what I mean? Those little Yo, spikes Tim, that come out. And uh, oh, Trump's yeah. banned from Facebook for 24 hours. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Twitter, 12 hours. Facebook, yeah. 24 this hours. This is the end yeah. of, of, of Trump's. They're going to keep I, him I off. think they're going to go after him legally. I think, the states, I, know, I think New York, New York's going to try to arrest him. They're going to try and shut down the organization. They, 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 they did not want this man to win. And I tell you, and what we've seen here, you know what I was saying earlier? When I said nothing's going to happen, I was like, look, we went through four years of the left screaming Trump's illegitimate. He didn't win and these scandals. And I was like, what's what's the likelihood that we get the same thing now with Republicans saying, oh, Joe Biden and scandals in Ukraine. And now we're seeing Trump supporters clashing with cops like we saw with Antifa. I think it was I said it was going to be like an inversion. This is not this is something twisted and weird. Ha! This puts the <clears throat> banning of Enrique into a new light, doesn't mm-hmm. it? Why is that? Well, because maybe he would have been on the ground telling people to chill the F out. I don't think he was going down into D.C. thinking that they were going to storm yep. the Capitol. Yep. Yeah, in fights, whenever you take down the leadership, the the you know army usually is chaotic, doesn't know what these going people on. are going to prison. Shout out to yep. John Gary for that comment on Twitter. Thank you very much. And then uh, another thing I was thinking about today is uh, I noticed after the speech there were just gangs and i don't want to use okay let me take that back (laughs) there were large groups of angry people dressed in black and they had shirts you know f antifa then there was other group and they were just marching around f antifa f antifa and then another group and i'm not disparaging these people are saying it's wrong i'm just saying the energy was different today then there was multiple groups carrying with you know like uh football sized uh uh, uh, flags american flags all holding a piece of it over their head walking down the streets chanting who streets our streets, wow, whose really? streets, our like streets, Antifa we does. keep us safe. Exactly. They stole all the Antifa chants. I saw multiple groups like that. Do you see the, uh, I heard reports that there were leftists and conservatives chanting F the police. 
I don't know if that's true, though. Well, I'm telling you, man, my Twitter mentions yesterday went ACAP. Like, I couldn't believe it. From Trump supporters? Yeah, from my own yeah. people. I block a bunch of people. I don't care. I, I mean, think I think Antifa is going to become a, uh, a, a <laughs> I don't want to say it's going to, like, not, bipartisan isn't the right word, but I wouldn't be surprised. Like, when, you, when, you, when Enrique Tarrio tweeted that tr- Proud Boys are going to dress like Antifa, what's to stop now conservatives from being like, okay, yeah, uh, I think Cerno uh, tweeted this afternoon, this was uh, the birth of the right wing Antifa. Uh, yeah. John Robb today tweeted out that uh, this um, was the first, in my uh, the first uh, mobilization the for the right wing tribal network. Uh, he, he actually asked me yesterday in DMs, how's mobilization looking? And I, I didn't, I couldn't tell him, uh, but I saw it today, man. It's there. The ACAB is in effect now. I'm feeling it all over the place. The, 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 uh, you know, back to blue seems to be history, phase shift in the network, uh, practically overnight. Had to Joe Norman on that one. Uh, and then this violence against the cops and storming in federal buildings. Dude. I mean, like the whole you, environment shifted today. Did you see the video of, uh, I tell you the craziest thing I've ever seen. There's someone holding a thin blue line flag in front of and and right in front of them in this huge crowd is a cop being shoved and beaten by a bunch of Trump supporters. Did you see that video? No. I don't know if he was being beaten per se, but he was being roughed up. It's this um, dragged out of the building. Apparently the story of becoming the demon that you despise. Have you seen the Watchmen, the movie? There's a cartoon in it where this guy goes out to sea and these these demons attack his boat and take him and then they're going to kill his wife back home. So he 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 has these visions and he he just wants to kill this demon. So he finally, you know, he's sailing back to save his wife and he's just obsessed with destroying this demon. He gets back and it's nighttime and he's searching for his wife and he sees the demon and he kills it. And then he realizes when the light comes on that the the demon was his wife. And he him. became so obsessed with destruction and destroying this evil thing that he became the evil thing. What's the uh, what's the saying? Be careful when fighting monsters, lest he become one. For when you yes. gaze into the abyss, the abyss gazes back. I mean, at the end of the summer, I stopped going out uh, to film the riots, partially because my profile was getting so big that I was getting ID'd everywhere I went. But mostly because I felt it inside me that I wanted something bad to happen. What do you mean? Like, I'm going, I'm leaving my kids at home. I'm going out on the street. I'm staying out until two in the morning. Like they call it firefighters wishing for fire. Yeah. I had an urge. I had an urge to want to see. Of course, I tweeted out and thank God there's no violence. It's, there's this idea that you've got a firefighter whose job, what makes them feel good is saving people from a burning building is putting the fire out, being the hero, doing their job makes you feel good. Uh, during 9-11, there's reports that they would have to take, uh, first responders and partially bury them. So the dogs would feel sense of like joy for rescuing a person because they couldn't find people. The dogs would eventually get depressed because they couldn't find anybody that they were doing something wrong. So there's this idea where, you know, you're a firefighter and you sit around all day doing nothing. And then one day you're sitting there and going like, come on, give me a fire. And you realize how crazy that is. And this no, no, it's a good thing. There's no, no fire, man. No, you stopped. I stopped. Tim, you stopped. But what about the average mainstream media Lunky who can't stop and has to keep doing this. What was that movie where they had that reporter that was, uh, that became obsessive and he started creating conflict just so he could get the, you know, the video of it? Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler. Yes. I, I think of that movie. Great. That is literally, ha- in my opinion, that is literally happening right now, but on yep. a big mainstream media level and they are foaming at the mouth, loving and seeding all of this. And this is their, this is their kind of have, big holiday. Have you seen the movie Nightcrawler with Jake Gyllenhaal? No, but we have discussed this before yes. and I understand yep. the character arc there and I felt, I'm telling you, I felt. So, the- so check this out. Check this out. Um, spoiler alert, but it's an older movie. So you, sh- you should have seen it. I sh- we got to talk about this because in, in the movie, you basically have this dude who's clearly a sociopath. 
and he's broke and he's trying to find any job he can. He's trying to sell like stolen metals or whatever. He can't get a job and he's trying to make money until he he stumbles upon night crawling, which is this what it's journalists who go out in the middle of the night and they chase down car crashes and murders and crimes. He ends up selling a tape for some good money. He eventually starts making better and better money. Eventually, he realizes, and he he actually sees a car crash. He moves one of the bodies to get a better shot. It looks better this way. It sells for even more. At one point, he withholds evidence, and now he's actively, finally orchestrating events that that are death and murder because it pays the best. This this is the, the craziness that we see. I personally feel there are many people in media sitting there crossing their fingers, hoping this would happen. Definitely. You see it even just in, in the subtly, or sorry, no, see, yeah. on Twitter. I just yeah. see it in, in the little typing texts, like, or you'll see like the people with their cameras just like recording the empty streets, waiting for something. Like, there's a it's almost vitriolic right now. To be there's a, there's a subreddit called "Why Were They Filming," and it makes you wonder about things like this. Why yeah. were they filming? What were they waiting for? What did they want to happen? I mean, it's the difference of like uh, taking a picture of a dumpster from the side with all the lights and the flash on a fl- the fire in the dumpster and then, you know, getting into position, getting down on the ground, low to the ground, turning off the lights and like having it look overexposed and having it look like this giant there's, inferno. That's the same concept at work. Right. There's there. a very, very, very famous moment. It's a photo of I believe it's a Haitian girl and she's lying on the ground dead. And this photo, it's like from low and it's pointing up. You see the sky, you see people walking past. But there's an even more famous photo that emerged from this. One of the photographers who was, who was taking a picture of the girl got up and walked to the side and took a picture of a row of photographers around this corpse, this dead young girl taking the pictures. And that, in my opinion, is one of the most iconic photos of the past, you know, 50, 100 years or whatever. The real image that you didn't see while these, these journalists were trying to get the artistic shot of this, of this young dead woman, the real image was all of these vultures lining up around to get that shot to make money, to sell it. That's how scary it is. But here, here's the thing. When you take these pictures, I'll tell you one of the most important things. You want to know what the least, the biggest letdown of my life in terms of my expectations. You, know, you ever see the meme reality versus uh, expectation versus reality? It was being in a revolution. It was witnessing a revolution right in front of my eyes in Egypt. I thought revolution was going to be like you see these movies and the French Revolution and ah, and the people are running through the streets and you know they're capturing the nobles. In Egypt, there was a few thousand people jumping up and down as like music played, and then they announced in the news they have removed uh, uh, the the president from power. That was it. And then they were like, so the revolution happened, and I was like, that's it. And they're like, that's it. Revolution happened. I was like, okay. <laughs> what did you think? What did you think it was going to be like when these journalists? <laughs> Take these, film these things, and they inflate it. They make it look bigger and crazier and more dramatic. It makes people think things are worse than they really are. The one thing I always tell people when it comes to Egypt, I was standing on my balcony looking at Tahrir Square. Apache helicopters flying overhead, lasers everywhere. They announced the revolution was underway. And right down on the ground was a McDonald's, and a guy was eating a burger watching a soccer match. Like nothing was happening. You'd hop on the back of a motorcycle, go down the street, go to the shopping mall. Like nothing was happening. But people have this this view that's created by sensationalized news where they and think history. Every, and so and absolutely history is condensed. And so one of the things I always, you know, I took issue with when Portland was was being hit by those riots for 100 plus days, you had two versions of it. Well, I don't even I don't want to say two versions, but the mainstream media was saying there's nothing going on in Portland and they'd walk around like everything's fine in New York. With the lockdowns and everything, you have these videos popping up of leftists walking in like the Upper West Side saying, look, everything's fine. People are having ice cream. 
and they ignore the actual strife and conflict that is happening. Because in their view, they're like, everybody's exaggerating. Fox News is lying to you. And it's like, look, just because Fox News or any journals for that matter is showing you something happening doesn't mean you should assume it's happening literally everywhere. But people do. They do assume that it's crazier than it really is. There's like a belief that a revolution is like a moment where like you seize the idol and now you have it and the revolution is over. But like a revolution Never. is a long process of change and it's a constant. It's, it's like a, a way of life. Yeah, but you know what? This is all in our heads. The Constitution is words or ideas in our head. The regime is an idea in our head. It's an imagined order. A revolution changes the imagined order in your head. Yes, it's got practical realities, of course, but like you're still going to be sitting there. We're still going to eat right. the combos. We're still going to have the beans. Right. Let me let me tell you the most important thing humans need to understand, human beings. They said Mike Pence doesn't have the power to reject the electors. Sure. The Constitution says, you know, uh, basically, here's how the count goes. The Constitution also says shall not be infringed. Uh, Constitution also says the right to peaceably assemble shall not be Congress shall make no law infringing, you know, or abridging the right to peaceably assemble, the right to worship. But here we are. Cuomo has done that, right? And that's and that's under the under the uh, a state of emergency. So what people need to realize is, well, for one, there's the hypocrisy. There's the double standard. It, it, the rules apply to Pence; he can't do anything. But the rules don't apply to the Democratic governors. More importantly, I think that should show you. If you believe in the Constitution, it only goes as far as other people agree with you. That's confidence in the system. In order for any political movement to have traction, there must be confidence behind it. That's it. The moral element of fourth generation war. But I think it's I think confidence is breaking down right now. And that's why we saw what we did today. <clears throat> yeah. Along with the lines of like um, reporters seeking out violence and, and chaos yeah. so that they can sell their things. It makes me think like the girl that got shot today was ex-military and so she's maybe trained to find and destroy violence and looking for it and so she's going to this looking for a heated you know something to fight you know they're trained that there's an enemy out there and when they're not in in combat anymore when they're not deployed anymore there's still this mentality of i gotta find the enemy i gotta destroy the enemy. and it's, i wonder it's not how fair to think about her intentions right now we don't know but i wonder intention. how many we don't people know what was there, going on we I still wonder, don't know the information i wonder how many of those people were ex-military that were there today looking for well, an enemy well more importantly how many people were larping hmm. yep that's like more that's more important ex-military the ex-military i've talked to and the ones that have actually seen combat tell you that it's nothing you want to see. It's nothing you want to be participating in. You want to avoid it at all costs. I got to. I got to tell you, having seen people get shot in front of me, I'm surprised there are people who would be willing to run run towards that. Like I, I look as a as a as a journalist, you know, on the ground and you're covering conflict and crisis. There's a certain degree to which you're like, I have to film this. People have to see it. But there's a big difference between what I would do, say, on the ground during conflicts, riots, or even civil unrest in other countries versus actively participating in the conflict and running towards the violence to engage in it. Yeah. And I don't mean in a bad way. I mean, like, you're a soldier, you're a cop, you see people fighting and shooting, and you think to yourself, I'm going to engage in that conflict. Journalists don't do that. I didn't do that. When I'd be on the ground in these countries, I would see it, and I'd be like, I'm going to hide behind this pillar and point my camera at it and, and run away if it gets too intense and I'm in danger. One of the things that I've been saying for a very long time, whenever you have to resort to, to violence, that should always be your last resort because everyone loses when that happens. And people need to realize that. Another thing that I kind of wanted to bring up here is, again, just on this topic of mainstream media journalists kind of wanting this conflict. There's a tweet here that I'm seeing right now by Sally Cohan that was mm -hmm. tweeted June 30th. And she said, quote, 
I don't like violent protests, but I understand them. And those wagging their finger against violent protests need to read up on their American history. Today, she's saying that what happened was an absolute outcry. She's detesting it. And now she's saying that she hopes Republicans never win another national or statewide election for a generation. And she, of course, is detesting this to the fullest extent of how disgusting and bad it is. So, again, this is the system. This is the establishment. This is the mainstream media voices that are promoted on, on, on YouTube. A- these are the, the voices that are allowed. These are the authoritarian voices that are saying, yes, violent protests are good. And now we're here today. Come on. Let's have a real serious discussion about the, the, the steps that led us here and how we could walk away from this in a rational way rather than, of course, continuing this left-right hyperbolic nonsense, which is, again, going to expand from here. I don't know. None it's- of this strikes me as new. Americans are hot-headed. We fight. We have wars. We fight each other. We're tribal. Politics have been rough and tumble forever. I mean... I don't know. It doesn't have to. It doesn't be that strike way, me as being ahistoric. It doesn't strike me as being out of the norm. But it is for American politics exacerbated because we've been at war for twenty years and it's been normalized. This girl didn't even go into the military till two thousand six. If she's been in the Navy, it was the Navy Air Force Air for, Force, for yeah. uh, six, 14 years mm-hmm. since two thousand six. Five years after the the Forever War just began, and and now so these people are brainwashed to think that conflict is normal, and and now we've seen all this domestic up, upheaval as a result. Of these, of these people with psychosis, essentially. So you trace it to the military involvement? Because I would trace it directly to social media and schools, which Tim kind of discounts. I think the schools are hugely important. I do. I think the social media is uh, piggybacking on it to, to exacerbate it. But the school system that Rockefeller built in the 20s and 30s was basically to turn people into corporate drones and follow right. orders and join the military. So that, I think, is definitely be good factory workers. Right, yep. exactly. Raise your hand. Wait till the bell rings. Don't do anything unless you're, you're given permission. I don't know, man. America was settled by conquerors. We conquered the land. We conquered the people. We've been to wars. We fought each We're so antagonistic. We fought a freaking civil war. We fought ourselves. We fought ourselves. We're so antagonistic. It's like built right into the system, I think. And uh, I think that it's, you know, frankly, I'm getting a little tired of, of just, okay, yeah, the left's hypocritical. Yeah, okay, yeah. the left wants to do yeah, I mean, we know. Like we know, and everybody knows, and I don't want to spend the next four years talking about like, and no offense, dude, but like, you know, comparing people's tweets. Yeah, they're all hypocritical. Yeah. We we all are too. Exactly. We all are too. So I guess the question that I've been getting a lot and the question that uh, people were DMing me on my way up here is like, but, what, but, but we're not the institutional power. We're not the authoritative sources. We're not the sources correct. that are out there to millions and millions and millions of people. We're, we're independent media telling people we're wrong sometimes. We admit our faults. They don't. That's yeah. the problem. And they have, have a huge voice that galvanizes and supports and beats the drum for conflict. That's a big difference. I, so, yes, we, we're, we, we are hypocrites on some levels. Uh, all, everyone is. No yeah, one's everyone. a perfect principled right, person. But they're, they're something else, not just hypocrites, in my opinion. I, I, sa- I sat here with you, and I said the Proud Boys starting to look like Antifa, remember? And I heavily criticized for the same exact reasons. Destruction of private property. Going around, beating people, attacking people who are retreating, all that stuff. When we, when we do a show and the people I respect, we criticize the violent behavior. Because I tell, I, I tell this story all the time. One of my favorite stories is, is when I shook the hands of a guy wearing a sickle and hammer mask, a commie, giving out communist literature. Because he told me violence is wrong. And I was like, my man, I shook his hand. And I said, that's <laughs> awesome. You want to have a conversation about Marxism and communism and all that stuff? We could sit down and debate ideas. I love it. That's so cool. The moment you go around and say, I'm right, therefore you're, ju- you're morally justified, is when you are, you are wrong and you are bad, and that's a problem. So here's the problem, though, and I, and I agree with that. 
in the back of my head, I can hear all the people going, yeah, that's how, how we got in this mess. That's how we got in this mess. So what do you do by, by like taking the high ground as it were, or, and not con, you know, condoning violence, which I don't I disavow all the political violence. In fact, even if you want political violence, you should disavow all political violence all the way up until the time you commit it. Not that I'm advocating for it because I'm not disavow. It's all just, the violence. it just so, doesn't work. It's just, but what do you do when you realize that you're in an engagement? Where the other side believes in political violence. I'll ask you a question. What do you do then? That, that right, that's right. what people are right. asking me. Right. Yes. Yes. And, yes. And I can answer. I'm, I'm, okay. Answer. So uh, <laughs> let's right. let's let's do a stereotypical uh, ancient or feudal Japan. When the war was breaking out between you know rival uh, factions, did the you know did one side send in the warriors to march right into the feudal lord's house and then declare that they were going to duel him and finally end this conflict once and for all? Or did ninja dress up in civilian clothes, pre-plan, and subvert the strategy of their opponent, going in and removing the feudal lord in the dead of night, and then running across the water with wood placed in the specific positions so that it looked like they were walking on water, freaking out the enemies, and then dropping, I think it's called makabishi, caltrops essentially with poison in them. They planned ahead, they considered what they were up against, and they made a surgical move. We are in an era where... We are, we have, I, I think this is actually, I, I think there's a good thing here that we are moving past the era of violence. It's actually kind of cool if you think about it, right? That our, our engagements are now based upon ideas and propaganda and confidence. And that means it really does come down to being smart, being strategic, uh, 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 you know, your strategy in terms of how you apply your resources, how you accrue resources, how you distribute them, and how you convince people to contribute to your ideology. That's how you win an ideological war. I think you're 100% right. And I think that a new life skill that people have to develop is personal sovereignty. And by that, I mean being aware of your ideas, electing to choose the ideas that you do believe in, and repelling ideas that seek to capture your mind. And that starts with being like physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually strong, integrated as, as whole, making good choices, understanding what your values are, and even, and being able to, to, to embody them in your life and to manifest more of those in the world around you. And that's what we do in the liminal order. Personal sovereignty is one of the number one things that we focus on. You know, liminal what, order. Check it out. You know what we're going to be doing? We're going to be getting a big old farmland. We're going to be making videos where we build stuff, where we yeah, encourage dude. people to have fun. We're going to skateboard. We're going to drive ATVs. And the goal of this is there, there's two really big things. I keep saying you want to you want to look, we talk so much about negative stuff all the time on this show. As me personally, I do a four hours or three hours every day and it's always something negative. So I'm like, I got to have a balance, you know, yin yang, man, there's got to be some good coming out of this. So I want to we want to create. We have the space. We want to create stuff. We want to encourage people to build and better themselves and exercise and eat right and eat healthy and all that good stuff. Amen, brother. And so I think one of the, one of the most important things we can do is self-sufficiency. Amen. Fulfilling our goals. And I think one of the things that, you know. <laughs> a woman. Right. <laughs> a, amen. A woman. And, and a children, children too. Yes. So we're looking at getting this land. And then we're going to have fun and be positive and productive. Totally. Tim, we're on such yeah. the same vibe, dude. Like I've been looking at land for a while, as you know. I think that was one of the first things we talked about the very first time I came on the show back yeah. in Philly last year. Homesteading? Yeah, homesteading 90 acres for your 50,000 walled <laughs> yeah. feudal village. That's a little bit more than I know. I, I know. But like, in, in, like people are asking me, what can you do? And, and the thing that you can do is what we're doing in the liminal order. We decided a few years ago that the way we were going to fight back against this is by, by doubling down on ourselves and our families and our communities and building something positive. 
engaging your masculine sense of creation and protection and instruction. And so we're building a community where people help each other and we're getting fitter and we're getting wealthier and we're getting happier and we're stronger and we're more secure. And we have a network off of the social media networks. We have private network that can't be disrupted. And we all are talking about self-sufficiency. We're all looking at homesteading. We're all looking at trying to, I like to say, resettle the American frontier. There's a lot of land out there. So much. And there's a lot of opportunity and there's a lot of places that will welcome you warmly. Wyoming calls. Dude, there's so many places that call. All of them have a red color to their state on the map for sure. Think about this. The, 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 the pilgrims, the pioneers who came from Europe to the New World. And what, would, what, what, what the first people who came, what could you expect? Our boat is going to land and there's going to be trees and shoreline. And then once we land, have at it. What were they expecting to find? No, they, they realized like how many people died? Not even making it across the ocean is like a three month journey. Where is that spirit today of people being like, I'm going to I'm going to move to Nebraska in the middle of nowhere to a small town that needs help and start building something and, and, and you know, bringing that life back to these areas or starting my own, you know, uh, place, my own home and living like the brave people who found new places and, and uh, you know, so the, the future for that and Balaji talks about this and we talk about this in Luminal Order as well. You got to build a community based on values. You start a virtual community based on values and then you build the community and the norms and then you have the relationships and the resources and then you can find land and then there, you can start to homestead places. You know, there, there, uh, there is a positive with all the lockdowns. It's true. And I don't want to pretend like um, everything's always been and everything's absolute. A lot of people are now realizing they have to be self-sustainable, self that they, they can't rely on the government who can't get them a stimulus, who actually shut down their businesses. But let me tell you, if you lived out in the middle of nowhere and you were self-sufficient, you were less impacted by the lockdowns. Definitely. Most people still were to certain degrees, but the further you move away from the cities, the less you actually see in terms of that damage from the population density. So I think one of the one of the positives we may be getting out of this, and I think that the other point I was going to make about what we want to do is encourage people to be energy efficient and self-sustainable. So what that means is you really want to get out into the middle of nowhere and save money, especially in a crisis. You've got to you got to get better forms of energy, better energy production, self-sufficient. I mean, dude, water wheels. Come on. You know, mm -hmm. you use a stream, turn a turbine, make your own make your own electricity or something like that. Ride a bike. There's a lot of things we can do that uh, I think for a long time, humans have been kind of just accepting of, you know, it's easy come, easy go. And now a lot of people are realizing, well, for one, you can't really rely on the government. Stimulus checks is the perfect example. They couldn't get that done. And then the Democrats end up winning Georgia. So maybe you need to sit back and take care of yourself. 100%. Obviously, I think most conservatives understand that. 100%. It's the left that is now starting to learn that lesson a little bit. Do you think? Or are they like, woohoo, all the Reds are leaving the cities. Go, they're, they're running away to fly over land. You know, I wonder if they'll learn their lesson because they're, they're staying in California. They're staying in New York where they're just like getting no support, getting locked down. In the I Washington mean, that's Detroit. not entirely true. California had net out migration, I think, for the first yep. time ever. They're well, probably conservatives. They're, it is. They're, they're losing a, a Congress, a House seat, I think, in, with the next census here. Uh, so, you know, people are going to be voting with their feet, but look, I've done the research, uh, global globalism's impact on the United States in that in the theory of global trade is that, that labor mobility is free and that people will move to where the best opportunities are. We just haven't seen that. It's just not true. It's just not true. Right. Labor mobility is not a real thing. People stay even when the factory closes. People they, stay even when the drugs are killing everybody. They still stay. Europe is a, a good example. I, I think I told the story. We talked about this last time where I was in Greece 
and I was in a, an Uber and the guy was telling me about how the economy was totally destroyed. And I was like, but can't you as a member of the EU just go to the UK or Germany where the economy is better? And he said, but I'm Greek. I want to stay in Greece. So the economy is destroyed. There's no money. There's no jobs, but you don't want to leave. Yeah. Well, I get it. They don't want to do it. No. But I wonder like, you know, what was it that made the, uh, uh, the European colonizers decide to get on a boat, risk their lives, and go to a big, empty... Vast- they got shunned. They were kicked out. What are you talking about? They were hated. Well, there you go. Our Trump supporter is going to be like, let's go make, you know, uh, Freedomville in, in Wyoming. Mars. Yeah. Greenland. Mars. Uh, yes. Greenland. All the Trump supporters should now uh, uh, migrate to Greenland. I tell you, they, they will be doing that on Mars. <laughs> no. will be, I've been watching Vikings, and I'm telling you, that looks like a horrible place yeah, to settle. Yeah, not Greenland. No, thank you. I wonder, at what point did they stop saying, I'm Texan, and start saying, I'm American? Do they now? I don't know. Usually, yeah. Like, I'm an Ohioan first. Well, I think Texas is a particular case because they were a nation. They were a nation. I'm a Nevada in first. I'm a, I'm a Virginian first. I think there's only a few, states, a few states that are like that. Virginia is one of them. People, and it, people it, yeah. think that they're what, a Virginian before they're at American. At what point will we stop being like, I'm an American first and an earthen, you know, ne- a Terran next? Or when we're going to start thinking of ourselves as like, when this is my come. planet. Or when we go to Mars and we're like, I'm a Martian. I'm a Terran. And 100, 200 years, people like when there's a couple generations of people from Mars. And at what point we'll be like, I'm, I don't, a, sol- I don't, I'm a solar, I'm a solar. I don't think we're going to colonize Mars. I don't think we're going to do it. Really? I think, I think we'll go there. I think, I think colonize in the sense that we'll probably have some production, but I don't think humans will live there. Have you oh, seen the weather sure. there? It sucks. Yes. If you melt well, yeah. the uh, I'm ice. going to the beach. I'm not going to Mars. And by the way, it would take $10 million to pay me to go into space. So you think we no need space? Yeah. If someone said, hey, man, you want to go on the next rocket to the space shuttle or space station? No. No. $10 million. That's what it would take to get me into space. Scary thing to do, so man. You space think, sucks. Like, you, think, <laughs> you think people will uh, will start to think of themselves as a Terran, but that we need some external threat? You don't think that we'll just do that because we want to be all one world? This is our home. You can go anywhere. I mean, maybe it comes down to language. If you can speak the language of a different country. Might be human. Country. If aliens come, they'll be like, human. I think didn't we talk about the fact that we think that we it's fun to say that the aliens would unite us, but it probably would. But it probably would not. No, yeah. Trump supporters would be like, "Do the aliens support freedom?" And the left would be like, "Do the aliens support communal social welfare programs?" <laughs> and then we pick one, and then the aliens are going to be like, "Do you support Florgnack?" And we're going to be like, "We don't know what that is." <laughs> then you must be ended, and then okay. the aliens go to war with us, and then we unite. Yeah. <laughs> the reason I bring it up is because I don't like nationalism i don't like tribalism in general i'm kind of over it i want a global it got you community. here bro got you here your well, tribe got okay, you it, here, did, it did but that doesn't mean we have to keep doing it so but here's like, the problem a lot of violence in the good good it's, luck it's in can, genes, good dude. so uh, good luck convincing antifa that you shouldn't be forced to live the way they want you to live like what do you do if someone walks up to you and says you are now going to adhere to all of our rules or else do you say okay this is why we're in a bad spot we're, we're forced to play a game that we don't want to play Right. And we're playing rules that we by rules that we don't want to play by, which is the other side thinks that political violence is OK. They're willing to trash people and the media allows it. And the, and, right. And, and they believe that they're morally justified and that we're morally inferior and that we believe to be executed for treason. So at some point, we have to just accept that we're playing a game we don't want to play with rules that we don't like. And we've well, been, so and we, there, there's no option. Here's the, here's the issue. You've I think I think us, you know, for a show like this and the people who watch. We're all relatively in the middle in terms of just kind of like chilling and having conversations. But then you have the far left and the far right. And and to whatever extent they're far left and far right, just further left and further right. When the left looks over to the right, 
they see us all having a conversation and behind us, they see the right. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So this is, I'll, I'll give you the real, the real uh, uh, story. When I was in Boston during this big protest, a bunch of Trump supporters behind them was a guy waving a Confederate flag. When I talked to the Democrat, uh, Democratic Socialist guys, they said, look at them. They're waving a Confederate flag. And I said, well, that's one guy in the back. The people in front aren't. And he was like, but it's just one big group. And I was like, really? Is it? The same was true for this group. In the, in, uh, uh, there was a bunch of like lefty protesters. And then there was a row of Antifa with, you know, crowbars and bats wearing all black. You go and talk to the Trump supporters and go, look at them. They're, they're, they're supporting these extremists with crowbars and bats. And I was like, what happens is the people on the left, when they look to their right, they don't understand the depth of difference between the center and the far right. They don't re- they just see to them, it's one group all standing around on the right. Yeah, that's the uh, phenomenon of depth perception. And you can't see depth perception with one eye. You need two eyes. And if you're one of the eyes, then you need an external feedback source to understand the other. And it can't be the other. It's got to be. That's why understanding so other you have perspectives. You triangulate well, so, it. So, so here's my yeah. point. Listen, listen. You, you, we had uh, Lynn Wood saying Mike Pence committed treason and, and Roberts and all that stuff. You do have elements of the Trump right who say things like treason and, and sedition, calling cops treasonous and traitors. And it's, it's really funny when I'm seeing the Trump supporters say you're a traitor to the cop. And I'm like, yeah, the left says the same thing. You know, I'm, I'm not saying their ideals are the same or their principles are the same or their actions are the same, but there's similarities in the words they use, whose streets, our streets and things like that. What ends up happening is it's like I described, you know, regular people in the middle, the left will look at us and call us all far right. You're the all you're all the same. It's like, well, we don't want any of the violence. We just want to chill, hang out and, you know, work and feed our families and kind of have a good time. But peace, love, kindness and all that stuff. I don't know, man. We kill animals for a living to survive, to eat their meat. Well, yeah, this because that's Survival. race. This, Life this, this animal. Have you seen nature? Destruction. <laughs> well, yes, hold on. Yeah. Eat each other. Chaotic. And so listen, yeah. listen, the, the fundamental argument <laughs> that I, I take issue with, with the, like, oh, but we kill animals. Well, of course we do. Animals kill each other for food all the time. It's when humans are animals, not that we eat each other. Well, we probably. I don't see anybody probably... complaining that lion just ate that gazelle. Right. I mean, I'm so, I'm, I'm, actually, I'm and sure it's some super violent, do. but we don't have any issue with it because they're not human for some reason. And we don't have are. issue of humans eating cows. Right, because we have to enforce the fact that we're at the top of the food chain. <laughs> that's right. But if humans eat humans, we go crazy. Because yeah, that's... Because or if humans eat yes, dogs, because I guess of, that's because a big of, deal. Uh, encephalopathy. Mm-hmm. Is that what it's called? Or what if they eat dogs? Or encephalitis? I mean, why people hate Jacob. that humans eat dogs in, in the U.S., but not yeah, in China? Why? Because that, they mimic little children. That's they just, love that, that, you. That's so how violence is okay sometimes if the military authorizes it. It's totally fine. If it's not authorized, though, then it's wrong. No, no, no. You misunderstand. I think most of us here are opposing war and conflict and don't want that to happen. The issue is there are other people that love it. Neocons and neolibs are like, more war. Don't let Trump pull the troops out. We got to be in Syria. I think that's a bad thing. I think it's stupid. I, that's why I'm like, you know what, man? Here's the challenge. Let's, let's, let's get away from uh, the, 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 the current events and talk about the general bigger picture. How do you do what's right to save the world or whatever? And when are you morally justified in doing so? If the Democrats and the Republicans together vote for war, and then send American soldiers overseas and their civilians are dying, whether through, you know, uh, malicious intent or negligence from American soldiers and our allies. Oil is being taken. Poppy fields are being guarded. All this really awful stuff. And no one in America seems to be able to do anything about it. Do we just say, well, I'm going to go, you know, get a farm and just ignore everything. How do you fight to stop really, really bad things from happening? There's a, there's a, there's a serious moral challenge. We could just say... All this bad stuff's happening. I'm out. I'm not going to be involved. You know, I want to mind my own business. 
But what do you do? I mean, uh, all it takes for what, what, what is that saying? All it takes for for evil to succeed is for a good, good men, men to, to, do to do nothing. Yep. Are you are you asking like if we observe an evil occurring in the world, why don't we go and take care of it? Is that what you're saying? I'm just saying like it's 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 really difficult to have. Um, I, I guess I'll put it this way. This is a system built by billions of people that all kind of agree, inadvertently or otherwise, and it's hard to stop the system from doing what it does. And so it's easy to just be like, walk away from it, and then fighting to change it seems to be futile for a lot of people. And I mean like, you know, politics and voting and protests. We, all the protests we had against war, like, what did that accomplish? Not, not a whole lot. We're still there. It's and tough was, to say. Maybe we'd be at more if we didn't protest it. It's true. Yeah, maybe. And like, maybe we'd be at more if people didn't vote for Trump. The top of the food chain argument, we all kind of agree with that as a human. You know, how, how do we, that's a dangerous. It's whatever our self-interest is. That's what happens. That's why we get interested in the Middle East. Oh, we're energy dependent. Oh, and we want to protect democracy in Israel. The problem well, with uh, self-motivated. We have people right now that are telling us the world's on fire. Resources are being depleted. So we have to great reset. Right. And COVID's the, op the perfect opportunity to do it. The only problem is China isn't. They're, they're, they're doing all of the same stuff. So what, what ends up happening? We agree to chill out and calm down, not spend stuff and go live sustainably. And then in a hundred years, everyone's pumping oil and gas like crazy because China has taken influence over, you know, take, taken the influence in the planet, on the planet, the most influence. And now everyone's just kind of living the way they want them to live. And they're going to keep producing greenhouse gases and carbon emissions and all that stuff. People in America and Europe claim is bad. That's why it's just like, it feels like we're on a collision course. And that's why I often say, you know, it, not, not, not to be pessimistic, but I remember it was only a few weeks ago when something happened with like some political violence. And I said, look, I can tell you that maybe it all ends here. Maybe this is the time it finally stops because everyone says it's gone too far. Or maybe it escalates because people want retribution and revenge. Is violence the natural order of being human? Are we, it, it, no. should we just accept it? But then that's like, you can't just accept No, like I, said, I said earlier, I think we're evolving past it. It doesn't work. Like the Enlightenment has like, brought us out of barbarism. What has, what has incited so many... How did Trump get, get elected? Partly because of far-left riots and protesting not being taken seriously and people getting mad about it. It was a big culture war issue with, you know, hands up, don't shoot, and things like that. Now we have, like, you know, Luke mentioned Sally Cohn or whatever saying, you know, that, oh, she doesn't like them, but you got to understand them. And you have Jake uh, Cuomo saying, who said protests had to be, you know, peaceful or whatever? It's right there in the First Amendment. Just look it up, Cuomo. You have that, and it creates an opposition where they're like, how dare you say these things are okay? And people get mad about it. So I think, I think violence is, is becoming less and less effective, and it's a great thing because we want to get rid of it. And, uh, you know, ultimately, I guess I wonder where you know, where, where we'll be led to. But the point I'm trying to make is for now, I don't think it's a natural order of things. I think it is phasing out, but just because it's phasing out doesn't mean we won't see an escalation. It's different before. kind of violence. It's a violence in your brain. It's a violence in your heart. It's a violence for control well, look, look. of your thoughts, of your emotions. Of, but, it's more invasive in some ways. No, 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 it's like this. I'm sorry. It's like that Star Trek, the old one where like they didn't have war anymore. They just like everybody like went to their chamber to receive their like, you know, dose of misery or well, whatever. What I'm saying is. You go back several hundred years and you see these memes where people are like the founding fathers would have been, you know, storming the gates by now or something like that. And it's like, yeah, back then we don't do that now. However, you can still see a ton of violence just because violence is receding overall doesn't mean it's not going to increase in the short term. What I'm saying is after today, does anyone think things are going to get calmer? And this is finally the moment where everyone says, wow, we should stop and everyone should chill out and hug and unify. 
Negative. No, not with the rhetoric on the mainstream media. No, Cory Bush is yeah, saying that Republicans committed treason for supporting the president. I don't think we're bystanders to whatever happens. I think we're creating it and we're altering our path right now, especially when you have this Internet video where we can reach, I don't know, 100,000 people at once, a million people at once in a second. We can all think the same thing for a second. So maybe maybe we could make a peaceful future. Maybe we can means. convince 100,000 people to uh, make graphene. Oh, yeah. I want to do like um, <laughs> like make, an or make, make a giant campus where we can have every American tax fund it together. And then everyone can go there for a couple of weeks uh, in their lifetime to learn how to use lasers to create graphene. And then all the graphene that we produce with our taxpayer money will be free for the people to recoup. So when we start selling cars with graphene bodies, we'll discount the cost of the body off of the car for the people. Well, we're going to get this big old farmland, and we're going to build a bunch of fun stuff. And we're going to have lasers and, and airplanes and jetpacks. And, I'm and on my fun. way. I'm on my way as well. I'm, I'm uh, taking a timber framing course this summer. Oh, really? I want to learn how to do timber framing because I want to be able to go to the land, chop down the tree, mill it on site, build the structure. That's with my, the tree that's my goal. From the, from the, with the tree from the present. site, chopped, felled, and milled, and built on site. That's my that's my plan. That's my 2021 yes. goal to become basic. Did at you that. see Chris Martinson on the show last week? Peak oh prosperity. Gosh, yeah. I did not. Love Chris. I did not. Oh, you guys, yeah, we got to have you guys on together someday. Right, he has his own farm. Yeah, oh, like let's do it. Let's do it. I love that guy. Hey Tim, can I bring my chainsaw up here and practice chopping down trees on your property? <laughs> One more time. You hey, can I bring my chainsaw up here and practice chopping down trees on your property? It's conservation. <laughs> Sadly. But once we're in West Virginia and, and we have to have the trees taken down, we're going to need some help. It's I was, really expensive. I stuff. was looking at, like, maybe could I go to Rock Creek Park and practice? <laughs> you really cannot. It's like a felony. Yeah, go to a national forest. <laughs> go to a national forest, start chopping down trees. I think that's brown on. Bad news. Yeah, that property yeah. you're looking at has so many trees on it that we're, we'd have to pay people to take them. Definitely. Take it. So yeah, let's do we it. Should, we should coordinate, Tim. I'm probably looking in the same area as you are. Middle of nowhere. Yep. Build in uh, Appalachistan domes and you know dome housing, super cheap, self sustainable. Teach people how to just you know. If someone can get this, dude, to Kanye, you, he builds. Come help us, Kanye. Right. Do you do you know about homes. Earth houses, dude? Yeah, that's where you build them, kind or of Earthship, maybe. Yes, where you build it underground, kind of in the side of a. That's your jam right oh, there, I love bro. That. And then use recovered glass bottles and stick it in the wall to make. Like, but you can finish it up looking be beautiful. Like beautiful. Like I've seen finished products. Shirts. Beautiful. Have you really? Because they're kind of like don't. Yeah, I've, I've studied those and reported oh. on them back in the day. Oh, sweet. I've seen like first rate high end finishes. Can't see any of the tires, any of the bottles, anything. Everything looks beautiful and per like beautiful. You fill up tires with dirt. Yeah. And then they end up making like brick. Uh, so the guy said the tires are the most abundant resource. On the planet. I believe tires. It. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You know, normally we would do super chats, but yeah, we don't have any. Do? Let's check Twitter. If you want to send me five hundred dollars super chat to my <laughs> uh, Twitter mention, please go right ahead. <laughs> Apple Pay. Have you been checking Twitter, Luke? Oh yes, I've been checking all the news that's breaking right Anything now. Anything on my house floor? Uh, everything's happening. I mean, it's just Everything. absolutely crazy. A pig, a pig ran in Everything and stole someone's sandwich. Right now, I'm, uh -huh. I'm watching a meme of uh, Spock playing uh, four different chess <laughs> matches, and it says the United States attempting a right-wing coup d'état in Latin America. And then next to it is a baby playing checkers saying the United States attempting a right-wing coup on itself. So that's the meme that I'm currently on right now, I which I think should spark some interesting <laughs> conversations. Is it a right-wing right coup, or is it something that will bolster the security apparatus and mass surveillance? Mm. 
potato potato i think we see what's going to be happening if you want to look you know a lot of people always say key bono who benefits i think that's something that we have to keep an eye on in the long term of things we, we do have some uh some breaking news though uh the first lady's chief of staff and former white house press secretary resigns over the violent protests from cnn stephanie grisham and press secretary, uh, uh, let's see, former White House communications director and press secretary and chief of staff for the first lady Melania Trump submitted her resignation Wednesday afternoon, effective immediately in the wake of the violent protests at the White House. They say, uh, quote, has been an honor to serve the country in the White, in the White House. I'm very proud to have been here. The first ladies did not, uh, respond. And then they go on and talk about just, uh, what happened. So we're getting some resignations now. I got a, I got a question by son of a, uh, uh, be at that's the thing he says what do you think the american populist movement should do from here that's what he asked me to through my twitter account luke we are changed specifically for questions for us right now what do you guys think i mean we have to develop the bench that's something we need new young leaders across the board there needs to be somebody coming up from behind i did see eric and donald jr and kimberly and everybody giving speeches today i don't know that that's the right long-term strategy i, I think today was just no. just yeah. decimated yeah so Trump. where where is the bench where is the where's the depth are there any other young leaders is who's the future that's would, that's a question i'd like to rally around an idea rather than a person personally like um I think that we could build an internet bill of rights, which is kind of what we we're doing at Minds with um, the terms of service, because everything's getting so digital you know, and we're interacting so much online that like a rights based future, internet future could be something that in order, it's, it's, this is the boring stuff that will only get like mediocre tr retweets. <laughs> right. But it's die so, death, die death, die death. Yeah, yeah. Mine's bill of rights. Yes. <laughs> Mine is uh, just radical self independence. Yes. Uh, we got agreed. Another, we got another comment by Matt Shower who says, bring back your puppy. Of course. Captain Ron <laughs> says, this is a little spicy one. My veteran brothers and sisters are not looking for a war or a fight. We are looking to protect our homeland. Tell Ian to not talk about our mindset when he was never even served or understands. You know, war. I've studied. I, I, I got your back on this one, man. I've never served in the military. I've studied and I've listened to a lot of like returning Vietnam veterans talk about their time in the jungle and a lot of people facing combat. I've listened to a lot of their stories. Um, and I know that there is, like we were talking about the Nightcrawler thing, like there's a phenomena in reality where you become trained to live what you do. And so I know that no one wants to create destruction in the United States, but there is no boogeyman. So we sometimes we just got to accept that. Yep. Uh, at Bad Habit Podcast says, will Trump reveal anything classified to the public in two weeks? No. He won't be there. No. He, yeah, because they're, they're talking about invoking the 25th now. They're but more, more importantly, Trump has been... Didn't he order several people to release it and they just don't do it? That's what, that's what happened before. I mean, the entire administration, not entire, largely been impotent in many ways. Well, we fumbling just, around, not making it. And, th and stymied. Stymied and thwarted from the inside. I talked to a couple of Trump staffers. I had Amanda Millis on the show. And I asked her specifically, how many true like MAGA folks are in the White House or nearby. And she's like a handful in the yeah. whole freaking administration. Yeah. And my other guys in the White House tell me the same thing. It's just, there's a handful, just a yeah. small group of people fighting the whole time against McMasters and fighting the whole time against well, Bolton and a deep state and everybody that he's never had the, he's never had because he didn't build it. 
Let's just put it squarely yeah. on him. We just he saw didn't build the military it. who were like, we're, we're just not going to tell you that we're not actually pulling people out of the middle. Right. East. We're just not going to tell you, even right. though you're the commander in chief. That's fine. That's yep. normal. Right? Yep. Uh, another question by at aspiring rebel predictions for the next 14 days. Mm. Anyone want to take this one? I don't think the 25th amendment thing happens. I don't think impeachment happens. I think that everything calms down and then we have the inauguration and then that's it. And then who knows what happens after that? I, I really don't think I, I don't, I don't, I don't agree. I'm what, not saying what no, do you think is going to happen between now? And then? I don't think it's going to be nothing. I don't think it's going to be calm. I think it's going to be uh, hysterics and <laughs> theatrics. Theatrics. Sure. Yeah. Theatrics are a given. Well, yeah. everyone's already quitting. Yeah. People are people are starting to resign. Uh, objections are being dropped. Joe Biden will be president. There's not going to be a path. There's that's it. It's over. It's, it's over for Trump. But it's, uh, it's over, Trump. Over. But it's not, it's not so much about even Trump. It's about what Trump supporters and especially people who are there in D.C. We might. Um, I don't know if we'll see it immediately, though, in the next 14 days. But I imagine there's gonna be a lot of arrests. A lot of these people who are like live streaming themselves breaking into Pelosi's office and using the phone and yeah. laughing about it. Unfortunately, I think that should happen. Baked, arrests? baked yeah. Alaska. People that are like oh, yeah. carrying statues out of the Capitol building after vandalizing. Carrying the podium and smiling. Yeah. It's like, and people wear masks. You know, I feel like um, this Viking guy that went and stood up in the, or it was somebody in like all gold standing up. It reminds me of Camacho from Idiocracy. And mm-hmm. I think he's the, a Viking guy. I think the, the media is trying to spin it to make these people look like the idiocrats from Idiocracy. So that they did go in with a guy in a Viking suit, like, I am now the commander in chief. Weird, you know. I mean, if you went into the Capitol building, picked up property, and took a picture of it and put it on the internet, yes. you you are one of the imbeciles. Yes, and you should be put in jail. I'm sorry to say, hundred percent. Yeah, that's a hundred percent. Smiling on camera, filming themselves, stealing doing it, stealing Face. things out of the out of the Capitol. Trump could issue a pardon. He could, he could pardon everybody. Dude, He's that, not gonna. That guy's burning his bridges right now. Every step he takes is Look, like I am so yeah. mixed. Yeah. I am so mixed about today. Look, I understand why people are upset. I see it. I see critical race theory. I see all of our institutions captured and failing. I see our institutions making us sick. They're making us fat. They're making us stupid. They're putting us in debt. They're creating slaves to the system. It's happening. The institutions want you dead or not dead. They want you barely alive, sick, fat, and in debt and working at a slave job for the rest of your entire life. The institutions have failed us. I understand. The politicians have failed us. I understand why they're upset. And I and I feel the urge to do something, man. Remember when they were tearing down statues like in around June or July? I was on vacation. I was in Virginia Beach and I saw the the statues coming down. I just I wanted to explode. I just wanted to get in my car and drive to DC and do something. I feel I understand the urge. I understand what happened today. What do every, what? every everything you said save the tearing down of statues, you know, being sick, being, you know, uh in debt. Go live out in the middle of nowhere and survive on your own. Don't be reliant on the system. Uh Consume less, use less, grow more. There, there, there are answers, and right? Freedom. There are there are answers, and, but it's a long it's a yeah. long push. But we also have to know, depending on who the attorney general is, it depends if someone will actually face the the true ramifications for their crimes. So yeah. we also have to understand we're well, at a political you. phase where right now, if your attorney general believes in the same politics as you, you could you can get away with crimes, and people have gotten away with crimes. So because that, of that that means in f- what fifteen days or whatever the, the you know whoever is going to be coming in, Joe Biden. 
called it an insurrection. Yeah. And he is going to, you know, they say throw the book at you. Now he's going to throw the whole like library at people. Yeah. It's going to be th- these people who were in this building yeah. who came in. Joe Biden called it an insurrection. Yeah. So, so uh, uh, what penalty yeah. will they face? So just pe- so just so people know, we're reading comments. People were asked to send in the comments to Lydia, to Ian, to Jack, uh, to me. I, I don't know if you guys want to s- uh, send out your uh, Twitter handle. That'd so be at Jack Murphy Live, guys. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Ian Crossland. Yep, I'm collecting them at, at we are at Luke We Are Change. I, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I was noticing a trend in the question. And the, the basic question is everyone, I think, is pretty shocked. And everyone's like, where do we go from here? Yeah, that's I don't the know. Next... I have no idea. Like, where does the MAGA crowd That's go? literally what yeah. I was going to read exactly. by a comment by Ash Bilo, who says, I'm a small business owner in Wisconsin. Yeah. I just wanted freedom. What hope do we have now? Jeez, dude. We got to think outside the box on this. This system is very corrupt. This This left and right paradigm is flawed. To put it gently, what were you going to say, Tim? I hope that these people didn't think their hope was going to be a ragtag bunch of Trump supporters in the Capitol. Yeah, you're not going to be able to vote someone in that fixes this system is built to keep us in debt. It's a we're we're under the thumb of a global monopoly right now. And the United States has been hijacked by a mind parasite that is the Federal Reserve that's (laughs) using our military to maintain its its strength around the world. And so we need a better system. I think cryptocurrency is a great one. So if you want to protect your future finances, you might want to consider divesting or diversifying out of the US dollar and holding other types of currencies. And I think, like you were saying, sustainability at a local level, I'm continuously urging my parents to put solar panels on their houses. Um, because the cost of electricity could be seven hundred dollars a month all of a sudden. Well, well I said pers- I said personal radical uh, yes. responsibility, not mm-hmm. sustainability. I agree. I agree with what you're saying, and then in independence as well. And I've been working on this with guys in the liminal order as well. We we talk about traditional homesteading, like being able to go to the land and make it make it work for you. We now need to think also about info homesteading. There's a, there's more info than there's land. There's more data out there. There is gold. In the info and data hills, you have to figure out, you have to learn how to draw that gold out of the information landscape. It's a separate way. It's a whole different universe, a way of being self-sufficient. There's self-sufficient with your land and with your, your energy and with your food. There's self-sufficient with mining the information space that's out there. And if you can combine those two together, you no longer want to be quote off the grid. You want to be off the grids you want off of and on the grids you want to be on. And that's what I'm looking for. That's what I'm aiming for, that duality. Uh, Off the bad grids, on the good grids with a community and a network of my choice. Or Trump supporters can all pool their money, buy an island, and create MAGA country. Yeah. I'll be right there. (laughs) They they are. I'm down for building an island. That'd be great. A friend of mine builds islands out of recovered plastic. His name is Richard Sova um, off the coast of Mexico, and he floats around on these solar-powered islands. Well, the islands have solar panels on them. He says that they can actually float and fly because you create heat over the island because of the trees that he plants. So you get all this recovered plastic, put it in burlap sacks, then you put a layer of dirt, then another bunch of bags of plastic, another layer of dirt, and then you plant trees. The roots bind it all together, and then you float it around. And because of the heat that produces above, apparently you could 
create some sort of lift. That's, I don't know about that. That sounds yeah. crazy. Richard, of, uh, Richard Sovitz, S O W. Lifting an island. Yeah, that's what guy. he says. Yeah. And he's I've the guy seen that built it. A lot of libertarians like seasteading, but I don't think that's what you're describing. We have another comment by Never Summer 160 who says, "My super chat. I promise I'll buy one next time. You're you're live if you read this. Deleting my Twitter. Basically, the only reason I kept it was for Trump. Would love to see how their traffic drops once they can ban him on the." 21st. Love you guys. Keep up the great work. Before Trump, Twitter was was collapsing. It was collapsing. The stock was going down. User base was in massive decline. Twitter changed their their metrics for reporting to the like to shareholders and investors. They said we used they used to go by like day, daily users. Now they go by monthly because it like made it look bigger. But going by daily showed the decline they were in. And then Trump came along and started tweeting a whole bunch of crazy, and everybody started flocking to Twitter. Now Trump's suspended from uh, Twitter and Facebook. Why has he not gone to Minds or Parler yet? I don't go to Minds, Don. Do it now. He could, be post- he could be posting everything right now on w- any of these platforms. A week after Biden gets sworn in, within a week, Trump's going to just keep, he's not going to be able to control himself. He's going to tweet something. Twitter's going to ban his account permanently. Why? Because he, you know he's you know, a boomer. You know what? Uh, New York, I think it was a New York mag had this article where they wrote that the scenario they imagine is that the inauguration happens, Trump is flying to Mar- Mar-a-Lago when he lands, a bunch of black SUVs pull up to the plane, That's FBI agents fantasy. get out, and then, you know, they're like, Trump, you need to come with us for questioning, and then, in fact, they're arresting him on federal indictment or whatever. Now, I don't, I don't think the federal government would do that, but I think the states might. I think New York might, because they, they're, they're currently ramping up a criminal probe into the Trump organization, so they're going after him. But they wouldn't be able to get him if he was in Florida? They probably still would. They still yeah. can. Yeah. Uh, this question is for Jack, and someone says, or the person is at Ingus. Michael says, Jack, you said that it hindered the vote on the floor, but they were going to do this anyway. That is why they did this. I was there. I did not go in, but I think they were going to ignore us anyway. There's a lot of this is in that question. <laughs> I'm, I'm assuming what they, he meant was that there were going to be no dissenting votes. Yes. Well, no, I mean, not dissenting votes, but I think the process was done before twice in American history and, and both failed to do anything yeah. and, or change anything. Sure. So uh, what, did they, what did they fail to change other than make everything worse? Yeah. It, it just yeah. made it worse. It went from yeah. worse to worser. Yeah, that's yeah. great. I've got one. <laughs> okay. Hey, Lydia, a question for the show. This is from Rob the Butcher. I find it very interesting that the people in power praise destruction and violence when it is not near them, but when it, once it is done near them, they call it the most despicable thing to be done in the history of their country. Of course. That's not really a question. It's more of an observation. Yes, 100% correct. <laughs> not in my right. backyard. Yeah, right. You know? Exactly. There you go. I got more. Uh, at Lit Drummer Boy says, 1776 was over less. Just saying. Yeah, but that was, like we mentioned, a hundred, uh, several hundred years ago. It was a different world back then. Fewer yeah. people. We need a technological revolution now. I think, I think... It's in process. It's uh, if, if people were using Bitcoin more and, and trading uh, different ways, like getting, basically getting away from the establishment infrastructure. Yeah. Use, using different ways to store value, being reliant on yourself. You're and so just, right about mines, dude. I mean, this is like <laughs> embedded in what I am. I've been doing it for a decade. Well, what, what, Trump I'm creating mines, just using a free software social network that doesn't track you. I like mines. I mean, I'm on mines. I use it. I like it quite a bit. It's very useful tech. This, uh, is, this is one thing I think, you know, Trump supporters could do, is especially, but most of them are on parlor, I guess, is use different networks, decentralize, and uh, start your own thing, man. Start building your own thing. You got to build your own thing. 
Go out and we need, go find some land in the middle of nowhere, and you can get it. It's it's not that expensive in the middle of nowhere. We it's well, got to be real. You got to hunt for food. There's a reason for that. Yeah, well, dig a hole, make a well, hunt a deer. We we suffer from a crisis of masculinity in America, and some of the traits of masculine energy are to build and create and protect and provide. Engage those sense of your masculine energy, men. Build, create, protect, provide. You can't protect if you're in the city and they can turn off your water if you decide to have Thanksgiving. Right. This was that was one of the things that really got me was just, you know, seeing what happened in California when they the, the guy had a party. Remember, we talked yes. about this. Yeah. The, he a was party. a rich guy anyway. Yeah, yeah I know. But still, the thought was there. And then they, they turned off his... the freaking utilities to his house. And they just made more videos, laughed about it. Right. You know, it's easy when you're rich to yep. do that. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking about regular people. I'm thinking about not when I got when I got doxxed. And then my city got burned. I got attacked by Antifa a number of times in the streets. Hell, I got shot in the throat once this summer. I felt like I didn't have anywhere to really retreat. To. Shot in the throat? Yeah, I got shot in the throat by the cops on May 27th, wow. May 28th. With what? Well, with one of those rubber bullets. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah well, not a bullet. Not. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, I would have been the You're only person lied, I think. Yeah. No, no, I got a rubber bullet right through the beard in my in my bandana. Oh, right through the, the beard. beard How dare they? I know. And that was like on the first night where everything popped off for the first time. But I didn't have a place to retreat to. Like, okay, I've retreated to my city home you know where i'm still as vulnerable where there's still people all around me where i still am completely dependent on other people for everything i needed a place where i can retreat and actually be safe and sovereign yeah yeah at freedom ring 13 says what are your thoughts on peaceful secession no such thing no such thing does not exist why not why not well because whomever's in charge of the leading the government and the constitution has sworn an oath to uphold the Constitution, yeah. and historic, historical precedent shows that if states secede from the Union, you attack them, evade them, you kill them, salt their fields, take their women, ruin their whole life until they say, okay, 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 we won't leave. Yeah, That's that's a historical precedent. I the agree war, with that. The War of Northern Aggression, as they call it. A lot of comments, and I, and they, I have to be we, honest here, I, is people saying, <laughs> what do we do next? And a lot of them are like, but they use violence. So so that was, yeah. that's the main sentiment. So they have the high ground. There. That's the, that's the metaphor. The, the media will protect them. Yep. The, the pundits will approve of it. And it's wrong to do it. And like I said, if you, it's, they're, they're looking uphill, seeing people pointing their weapons down. So they think, I'm going to point my weapons down. It's like, yeah, well, you're firing into the you ground. Know, dude. Regarding that, what do we do next? What do you want to be the outcome? That's a question that you should ask yourself. Peace. And then the answer should be, okay, peace is vague, though, because Freedom. if you nuclear, well, freedom's also vague. Yeah. Like, regarding peace, if you, if you, nuclear melt the entire earth there will be peace and, and calmness <laughs> although there will be no humans and if um freedom could be uh you're out in the middle of the woods starving yeah. um with with no clothes on but, but you you're free to do whatever you want exactly. so we've what do you want to be the outcome i got it all trump supporters move to california become residents and then vote for secession secession and then leave oh, get cool. it yeah. like scuttling the ship and then i'm kidding That'd be great. <laughs> well they have an open ballot system where you could put certain issues on the ballot and then people could vote on it on popular demand so secession doesn't as a joke because it would require two-thirds of the states to approve it would be an amendment to the constitution yeah. and stuff so like that. one thing people are asking about that i don't think we've touched on tonight is whether antifa was involved yes in i wanted to talk about think. that i don't think yeah so. we didn't talk about it but what do you think jack Here's what I think. I think that Antifa has been waiting for this day for a year. They wanted to do that 70-day siege or whatever of the White House. That fell through. But all those people from Portland and Seattle and across the country, they came here. Like, they're here. They travel across the country. They're in D.C., right? And they've been 
training and planning and festering Mm -hmm. and whatever for months now. And we also saw throughout the summer that they changed their tactics based on changes of tactics by the police and the government. And so there was a dance. There was an iteration. They changed what they were doing. They changed the point of conflict. They changed their stra- They changed their tactics. I saw them at the last event. They were in their own little private pen, counter-protesting right by the Capitol. Uh, it was funny. Seb Gorka walked right up from behind them <laughs> into their little like death pit. And it was a funny scene because I'm a big guy, by the way. I'm 6'4", 250. Seb Gorka is like, <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I'm looking up at that guy. That guy is massive. And he was like, Argh. it was awesome. <laughs> uh, but uh, they were they were clearly there. They've always counter demonstrated. They weren't there today. They weren't, they weren't there. The Where day. were they? Yeah. Haven't weren't they saying that they were well, going to dress was, up as MAGA people? No, there was a uh, there were people on Facebook I saw Antifa people posting the other day. Don't go, mm-hmm. let the fascists fight themselves. Mm-hmm. That was a meme that was going around. So that was that's how the stuff posted the, the other day. That's the thing about Antifa. You can just put on a MAGA hat and go. So we I mean, don't think about know. Antifa. You could put on a hoodie and you're yeah, Antifa. You can dress like anything. It doesn't matter. It's not like a organization. It's a disorganization. That's right. Just an idea. It's it. it what, what was the joke that? Uh, all the Proud Boys were actually Antifa pretending to be Proud Boys, and all the Antifa are actually Proud Boys pretending to be Antifa because they're both trying to make each other look bad. I mean, that's basically Joke. it. That's basically <laughs> it. They, they, they're just, ba- you know, it's 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 mutual combat between those two groups. And I say, hey, let them have it. I believe in mutual combat. If you consent to it, let's do it. We're probably legal. Solve, probably, in some places, it's legal. Yeah, yeah. it would probably solve uh, some of our bigger problems if we allowed little uh, brush fryers to take place every once in a while. Uh, control, controlled dueling. violence is okay. We used to have dueling. And then, you know, it was, it was interesting. I was reading about why dueling ended. And it was because the younger generation thought it was crazy that people were killing each other over honor. So it, yeah, it stopped. Yeah, oh, the next generation it. came in and oh, that's crazy. Yeah. And like the duel with, uh, what was it? Uh, Aaron Burr and Alexander Hamilton. Apparently Hamilton didn't actually take the duel seriously and thought it was like one of those duels where, okay, we show up, you miss, we preserved our honor and we leave. But Burr was like, I hate this guy. Bang. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so there's like different stories. Like Hamilton, like purposefully, purposefully missed Thinking he was being a gentleman, and then he got hit in the gut or whatever. Mm. I wonder yeah. if that's true or if he actually just missed. Yep. And those are his followers. Maybe. So, History is written by the winners. So I don't have Parler on my phone. Otherwise, I would check this myself. But there is a rumor that I'm seeing on Twitter that President Trump is actually on Parler, which is very interesting to me. Tim, do you have Parler on your phone? I don't. Oh, let's but, find uh, out. Because I went see. to Google it, and I can't really find like a topical article about it. I only see, you know, Newsweek crapping all over Parler and Business Insider talking about how it's all a bunch of nonsense over there and pro-Trump riots and stuff. So I would be really curious if Trump is actually on Parler because that could be a defining moment for them. Hopefully a movement towards. Here's one from Fez underscore Bory, Vice President-elect Harris Paint. Uh, Does Tim Cast want to be like political Mr. Beast? What does that mean? I don't know. I don't know much about Mr. Beast. We give out donations to small businesses. That'd be so fun. We'd be like Dave Portnoy. We can do it in the vlog. Yeah, it'd be fun. Okay. So go to find small businesses. A, or something. a solid maybe. If that's what Mr. Beast solid, does, he yes. gives donations to small. He does videos business. where he's like, I secretly left $1,000 for this waitress. That's Let's so film cute. a reaction. Oh, and yeah. the lady he, Tim is like that. Yeah. yeah, he already is like that. He'll just You're slip right. money into people's hands yeah, and pockets so when they huge don't tip. see it coming. And then someone else mentioned the Unity Party, which I'm not convinced about it. the Unity Party. You I just love, love the idea of a new, fresh party. We talked about there was just Jack, I think maybe the last time or a couple times ago. Yeah, Jack, and, what are your thoughts on the Unity Party at this point? Uh, is that uh, Weinstein? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I think that they had a noble idea, uh, wasn't the right time, uh, didn't get put into practice and they picked the wrong people and a number of things. But I do, I do like his idea. I mean, I talked to Brett on the phone about it. He even asked me who I thought they should nominate for president oh, and a person I suggested he declined. Uh, but, uh, you know, is it, is it going to be effective? I don't know. I think, I think more of a hostile takeover of an existing party is probably the way to go. Uh, there's a, there's a long road to hope. I'm not saying it hasn't happened in the past. We've seen viable third parties in the past. We've seen viable third party candidates, even in my lifetime, although maybe not in some of your lifetime, <sighs> you younger folks. Ross Perot was a real thing. He had helped, uh, Clinton get elected with nary what? 40% of Did the vote. Big I think. Years? Pardon Huge. me. Huge. He had big years. Yeah. yeah the biggest. Yeah. yeah. So, so, do you think that what happened today was them trying to attempt a hostile takeover? No, no. I think it was some angry people, just angry people who felt let down and felt like this was them taking the last stand that they could to protect themselves, their family, the future of the republic, all the all the things that that have a a hint of truth, but but also are overblown and and used to manipulate people and give them hopes that something crazy was going to happen when nothing not, nothing crazy was ever going to happen. Yeah. I feel like people might have been let down, you know, at the end of the speech, because uh, there was no big revelation. And he basically was like, come on, Mikey, do the yeah. right thing. Yeah. Except he kept saying this weird thing. He kept saying, it's it's courageous to do the right thing. He goes, well, except actually being courageous, it's more courageous sometimes to do nothing. What? Yeah. I don't, I didn't, he That's said it like weird. three different times. It was it a veiled threat. I don't know. It was like. It was just such a strange statement. I didn't really understand to get it. People to stand down. And I, then, can't, I can't find anything on parlor. Yeah, yeah, I was, I wasn't convinced. And then Melissa just asks, are you all going to start your own site? We all need to get off from out from under the boot of YouTube. And the answer to that is yes, that is something we are working on right now. It's going to be super cool and it's going to go hand in hand with the vlog, which I'm very excited yeah. about. I mean, I, I think it's critically important. People set up their own databases and alternatives. I set one up for wearechange.org. I have my own email list. No matter what happens, I admire I still, your independence. Yeah, yeah, you have to. You have to be as, as independent as you can nowadays. You can't rely on anyone because it's only a matter of time. I mean, the U.S. president right now is blocked on Twitter and it's Facebook. Amazing. He can't send out any messages to the general public through social media. Wow, that's that's that that has implications. That that's huge, and uh, you know, there's there's a lot of different questions. And uh, a lot of spicy ones that uh, I don't even know if that I are exactly up. why YouTube disabled chat for. Yep, probably. <laughs> yeah. Do you um when with your we are change database? Are you through AWS with Amazon or I don't use Amazon, Amazon. Web service? No, I don't use Amazon. Mm -hmm. I, I try to stay far away as far as I you can away from do it. You maintain like a a database on site or do you have someone maintaining like a local database? I have a really good uh, web developer, Dave Cahill. He's been doing an incredible job for me and he does everything. He sets up the servers. He's, uh, he's just an amazing human being. That's been one of my good friends that has been personally setting it up all for me to run yeah. independently cool, of I'll, any I'll, uh, possible systems. I'll, out there. I'll, I'll take this opportunity to say, considering that super chats and chats were disabled. If you want to support the show, you can go to, you can go to, timcast.com forward slash donate yeah. if you so choose and it would be great, greatly appreciated normally super chats you know we read them and it helps support the show but uh a bit too spicy today i suppose so yeah. that's out the we'll window have to i guess be, uh social currency tonight unless yes. you want to jump in with something sure, and you can you can actually that. send tim bitcoin 
I believe you have Bitcoin address on there. Of course. Of Hollers, course. I got all that. Do you have well, an Ethereum we're, address we're, as well? Uh, I do. And we're, we're, we're this is Timcast.com is going to be changing to uh, a unique site. And we're going to have, it's going to be a site for the podcast. And then members will get access to exclusive stuff and things Ooh, like yeah. that. So we're, we're going that direction. We also have, you know, sponsors now for the show every, every so often, um, which is great, which is, you know, basically because of things like this, right? Uh, we did, we, we read uh, two sponsor spots this week already. And the good news is, Something like this happens where the super chats get disabled. That's why I'm like, you know, we got to be careful. We got to probably take on some sponsors. Also, it's not that easy to get them. So I'm really grateful that we did, but we got to make sure we find ways to survive after, you know, social media becomes get creative. worse than it is, I yeah. guess. You know, I'll, t- I'll tell you one thing. I wonder what would be happening on Twitter if they didn't ban many of the most prominent Trump supporting personalities. What would they have been saying on Twitter while this was going down? Because I saw some stuff from some high-profile people that I was like, I can't believe they tweeted that. What? Who? Just encouragement. To go do what they did today? While it was going down, encouragement. Interesting. Right. And I was like, I can only imagine. Participation. Yeah. They were, some of them were there. Right. Some of them filmed themselves in the office of the speaker on her phone. I don't know how that doesn't land you in jail, bro. Yep, you're going. Yeah. And Trump's going to be out of office. Mm-hmm. There's not going to be any pardons for that. No. And if they put in a new AG, which they will. Oh, for sure. Who you yeah, who they, they, it's not Cuomo. They, they announced, I think, who was going to be already. Oh, yeah. It was someone terrible. As yeah, I recall, I just don't remember who. Who? Yikes. I don't, know. I don't remember it? who. Oh, and before, I just have one more point to make. Um, I'm noticing a trend where people are being combative about whether or not this was a bad idea. And you guys, I don't know what you know about the Patriot Act, but this is going to be a 50 times worse response. <laughs> yeah. You guys have no idea right what it's going to be because of this. We just well, got look. a full Democrat... Democrats just won Georgia, guys. We lost President, everything. And House, this, this is a wonderful Senate, combination. Combined, President, House, Senate, and combined. all the institutions. Yep, and, and with that, everything. the first point of order is going to be the insurrection and addressing it. Yep. And some sweeping national security order and truth and reconciliation commissions. And that will exacerbate the problem. And that will be the Democrats gloating while they spray a flamethrower on the fire while they claim to be fighting against it. And that's going to make many of the people who are angry right now even angrier. And that's the problem. And th- what do you do? What what happened today was, in my opinion, poorly thought, if hmm. if not not thought at all, and hurt everybody, and gives the Democrats uh, uh, an excuse to signal to their base, which they will do, and they're doing now. Cory Bush saying it's treason, then, and that's going to make more people feel a- anxious, uh, scared, civil war trending, and then the Democrats will respond with some, you know, truth and reconciliation. Yeah, they, and that's going to make people go nuts. Robespierre, yep. during the French Revolution, they created the Committee of Public Safety, is what they called it. And that's sure. the committee that had 15,000 people beheaded, executed, that, that were like right. political enemies of the revolution. Yep. Yeah. It's and coming. Maybe more metaphorical, the beheadings, but they're definitely coming. Yeah. Yeah. We're, 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 we're well past that era, but something will happen. They gonna, actually cre- it's going to be unpersonings. It's going to be like, we're banning you from financial institutions oh, like and your access to resuits. Like they've already been doing. Um, yeah, is it called banishment. the, Truth and reconciliation. reconciliation. That's a committee right now. No, yeah. The uh, the Democrats have been calling for truth and reconciliation commissions and military tribunals and banning people from uh, doing you know basic things like we already see some right wingers expelling people from Congress. CNBC is now reporting that the flight attendant union wants pro-Trump rioters barred from flights. 
So we're like, going to see similar actions. We yes. already saw PayPal yep. ban a bunch of individuals. Like we already saw banks ban we other individuals need, because of their political opinion. I think it's only fair that that's going to happen like here. And rights. one of the questions was, what are you going to do when they ban you from, from buying land because of your political opinion? That, yep. that was Bank, one of the comments yeah. that people were sending me uh, specifically here. Yeah. People are going to go insane. It's got to be a human rights issue at, then at this point. If the government's going to maintain a, a monopoly on finance, which they really want to, then it's got to be a human right. We have to s defend our human rights as Americans to finance. So I have a good question. I have a really interesting question from Justin Graff, who says, is it possible that today's self-destruction self of Trumpism may actually be a good thing for national populism in the long run? Boogeyman is totally destroyed and the woke establishment train is too loud and fast to stop. I don't think that they will think that this boogeyman is totally destroyed. They're just going to keep spinning it out forever, whatever happens. But I don't know. Will it be good for it? For populism in the long run? No, no I don't think so. You think Trump is I think now it? the what support Trump had is gone. And Trump is an absolute, absolutely an imperfect avatar for it. But now it's the baby out with the bathwater, you know? I don't like nationalism in general. Po nationalism and populism is what led to Hitler, what led to Mussolini, what led to Donald Trump. And not that he's in America. So dangerous. Yeah. Um, the Federalists and wanting to form a nation and manifest destiny and all that stuff. Well, it was states' rights at first, the United States. It the wasn't, Federalists it wasn't a Yeah, but the reason we, we formed as a bunch of states working together, it wasn't like... And the United States was formed, I mean, actually, like Abraham Lincoln. He was a national, uh, what was it, national unionist? He I mean, was. He, he suspended habeas corpus. Yeah. yeah, it was crazy stuff. And but committed the war of northern aggressions. So, <laughs> but I think people generally agree that Abraham Lincoln was one of our greatest presidents. I like the guy. From what I know about him, I like him. <laughs> I think there's a lot of division on that. But he wasn't really a populist. He ran against three other, there were four presidents running, or people running for president that, when he got elected. And um, he was kind of a nobody, but the least worst. He won with like 33% of the vote. I'll, I'll tell you what, look. I am all for one world government, unified currency, and human beings, so long as we have our freedoms, our rights, our constitution. The problem is the people who are proposing this kind of stuff don't want that. They want to take away your speech. They want to take away your rights. When Trump went to that meeting on hate speech in, in Europe, and they all signed, signed this paper on like pledging to ban hate speech, Trump said, I can't do it. It's, a, it's a violation of our country's constitution. And they were like, all these news reports come up saying, oh, harumph, Trump refuses to pledge to fight hate speech. And it's like, he can't. Speaking so of the problem is, look, if China ends up taking over, then you get to live in a society where they'll weld your door shut and let you die in your home of, of dehydration because they don't want to get sick. In the United States, we have a constitution protecting individual liberties. If the world was was founded upon this con a similar constitution that guaranteed rights, I got no problem with that. It's fine. That would be good. Yeah. The problem is people in this country and in, in the world don't all agree with each other. And some people have really crazy fundamentalist views and will throw you off a building if you hmm. do things they don't like. Yeah. And so how do you so so what ends up happening is we say we have a nation, we have borders, so the people who want to do us harm can't do that. We have to make sure we, we have security. So what what do you do? Maybe once we're unified around common human experience, and I don't know how long that'll take, we can be like, Yay, we have one world where we all agree, but we don't. We have disparate communities and cultures that very many of them hate each other and will fight each other. It reminds me of this. You guys, you guys know the far side, Gary Larson. Yeah, yeah I love that. There's comic. one where there's a terrarium and there's two aliens looking in and there's a grizzly bear roaring and like about to hit a, a human. And he goes, oh, you put incompatible species in the same <laughs> container. Like there, there, there are certain ideas that oppose each other and will lead to disastrous consequences. 
until humans agree on fundamental principles and rights, what do you do but have nations? But I'll tell you, you can have nations and the rights of America can be respected and still have international agreements in trade and, and, and some kind of, you know, United Nations or committees that negotiate to keep things and keep the peace and stuff like that. That makes sense. It, it makes sense that we have different countries with different rules. The problem is what happens when China has concentration camps and no one does anything about I know, it. No, dude. Or when you're homosexual and you go to that country and uh, you can get your hands chopped off or stuff like that. Like, you're, you're sounding very Alexander Dugan right now with uh, multipolar nationalist identities in the world. And, you know, he sees a space in the world for this type of civilization, that type of civilization, and this one, you know, Eurasian and American and Persian and, and, and the Chinese. Uh, and he thinks that they should be allowed to be themselves. Multipolar nationalism is what I mean. Says. I don't. I don't know uh, if if I think one thing one way or the other. I'm just saying it's what it is right now. Yeah. Right. Right now, you've got people who live in Europe and they love the lock lockdowns. They love the the the, the blocking of speech. They like it. They, there are people in Sweden who cheered when uh, journalists published the private information of citizens who had bad opinions. They safe. love that. In America, we. We have people who like that, too. We, as a country, on our founding principles, we don't like that kind of stuff. So it, it's, it's, a, it's a challenge. I mean, right now, you can go, uh, well, not everybody, but you can live in different places, you know, if you have the means or the resources. If you want to live in a democratic uh, uh, social uh, or social democracy like the, the Nordic countries and then have your speech curtailed because you have no problem conforming to the opinions of others, then you go. You can go right there and do it. You know, it's, it's weird to me that so many people want to... Uh, well, I don't know. You know, I guess the I guess it's just people want what people want, and then how we how we ad, ad, ad develop and advance and, and and move forward is yet to be seen. I thought that I if, if we clean path. if we have know. one language as a human species that that we would tend towards a, a global community, and and that like the good ideas will rise to the Does top. Twitter seem oh, we we all speak English in well, the United States, and but not in China, and 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 they'll even cut those people off from the internet so that they can't hear us talking. Because when well, they people, find out listen, what the America's about, people, people in America States, speak English, but they have different definitions for many different words. But we it's can like almost go and live anywhere with no problem. Like you can't move to Germany and just get along. You got to learn German. I mean, you kind of can't because no, they speak English. Right. Yeah. Everybody, if they didn't speak English, it would be ter- terrifying. You'd be surprised. You can go basically anywhere and they speak English, uh, which is good. I think that's the step towards unifying. It Has it made our, us more peaceful? Definitely. I don't we, so. we used to be just chaos. I mean, World War II was 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 horrific world war one was they called it the great war because so many how many hundreds of million hundred million people died wars. yeah um they, yeah, it well. was like a language barrier ultimately the germans yeah. and the french couldn't they didn't know how they to played soccer together they didn't speak the one one day on christmas that, morning they, they actually all like spoke multiple languages and they still do in europe they do yeah, yeah. And, and and like yeah. the swiss i think speak three languages mm-hmm. yeah german french and uh yeah, swedish swiss. swiss swiss not swedish swiss yeah yeah multiple languages well, I think we're all sort of wind down, getting tired. God, I'm getting, so. It's just an exhausting conversation. Yeah. What are you thinking, Jack? I think tomorrow is going to be scary. Why? I, just, I mean, what do you mean, why? Where do we go like, from how there? scary how? Just look at what happened today. The tensions are higher than they've ever been. The escalation is more dramatic. You Look, it was one thing to have people storm the building. That was crazy. But to then have politicians being like treason expulsion they were like let's throw tinder onto this the social media censorship it's worse than it's ever been the 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 potter keg is going off so i think think it's like an slow explosion right now well there was a really funny tweet where they said well that pop uh, that that popped off very slowly over four years (sighs) yeah right 
Yeah. It happens slow. Time, you know, And then dilation. every day. And I keep saying this. Sure. Maybe tomorrow we wake up and everyone realizes, well, that was crazy. Let's all calm down. Do you really think that's what's going to happen? Hmm. I sure. don't think so. Yeah, Trump nope. will be gone. Everything will well, be gone. anyway, my friends, thanks for hanging out. We went, we, went, we went a bit over, and I'm getting pretty tired. I think everyone's getting a little tired. So make sure you follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Parlor at TimCast. You can check out my other YouTube channels, youtube.com slash TimCast and youtube.com slash TimCastNews. And you can also support the show by going to TimCast.com slash donate. We had our super chats uh, shut off today um, by YouTube for Glad we answered you know, questions for a lot of reasons, but we tried to answer some questions through through Twitter and stuff like that. But if you want to support the show, normally super chats are a big contributor. You can do that at timcast.com/slash/donate. We are live Monday through Friday at eight p.m. So of course we will be back tomorrow. And uh, we'll see how things go. But, uh, Jack, you have your own uh, channels and socials. Indeed, Jack Murphy Live. Go to the YouTube channel, hit sub. We got another interview. We did Brian Long comedy uh, on Monday. Probably the funniest man in America right now. That was an excellent interview. He's amazing. We got Christopher Rufo coming up tomorrow Woo! at wow. uh, 12 p.m. Awesome. Eastern Standard. So please hit sub on uh, Jack Murphy Live. Also follow me on Twitter at Jack Murphy Live. And if you're interested in the things I've been talking about, masculinity, sovereignty, brotherhood, independence, self-sustaining. Come check out the Liminal Order. That's liminal-order.com. Luke, apparently you have a website. Talk about very similar things, so it's good to have you on here. If you want to support my voluntary efforts here, you can on wearechange.org forward slash donate. If you want to check out and buy some of the shirts that I'm wearing on the show, like you can. It's very timely. I've been, yeah, I've been selling this one for a few years now. You can on wearechange.org forward slash shirts. So yeah, go check that out. Thanks. Uh, hey, you can follow me at Ian Crossland on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Minds. But if you really want to support the show and you didn't get a chance to super chat, I'm wearing a shirt right now. That's actually a picture of Tim. Oh, yeah. Let me know if it's in frame, Lydia. Yeah, yeah. Harumph. Go up a little bit. There we go. Oh, Harumph. The harumph, I say. <laughs> harumph, I say. We, we have we have two shirts coming up soon. I am a gorilla. Yes. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. And then we have one that says, I am a gorilla. Love yourself. Aww. And oh, it's good. the gorilla in good. a heart. So if you want to support yeah, the show, beautiful. you couldn't do a super chat. You can buy a T-shirt. You can actually – they're right below the YouTube video. Mm -hmm. We have a list of our shirts that we're selling, and this is my particular favorite. Heck so yeah. Lydia hooked me up with one. I love it. Right. Harumph. Got to put that on the drinking yes. bingo card. You actually card. said yeah, harumph yeah. on the show. He's looking at me. Harumph. I know. Yeah. Uh, you can follow me at Sour Patch Lids on Twitter if you want to. I post a lot of random things. Some people say I'm a great follow. Other people don't. But I have a lot. The best. So <laughs> join me. The best. L-Y-D-S. Pretty good. All right, everybody. Get a good night's sleep everyone take it you know, calm down a little bit maybe play some uh, um you know some little mobile game tetris. on your phone yeah some tetris how about that and uh wake up tomorrow refreshed feeling great maybe get some exercise eat right and clear your mind we'll be back tomorrow at 8 p.m live thanks for hanging out and we will see you all then Bye, Th guys. thank you